0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one of PA Turnpod, along with my esteemed co-host, the second most famous Joel in the tri-state area. My name is Rob. We want to thank everybody for tuning into the first episode. I know it's been a very highly anticipated uh, podcast, and we got plenty of content for you today. First of all, Joel, how you doing? Besides tired and ink
1: <laughs> smacked with uh, Pfizer yesterday and sleep deprived. I'm all right. I'm excited for the well, podcast.
0: You know what they say. The vaccine is like a week three preseason tie to the New York Jets. Um, more on that later. Jesus. Um, so, so just to give you a little introduction on the podcast, we will have tons of content, tons of fun segments today. We're going to do an Eagles preview. We're going to mm-hmm. predict our division winners. We're going to do some award predictions. Early season little, already. Yeah. We have a neat little over-under draft where we will each take three overs and three unders for teams win totals. And then we're going to, at the end, we're going to make four bold predictions for the NFL season. And I'm actually very, very excited to uh, share at least two of mine. Dare I say
1: guarantee bold
0: predictions. I know you've been working on yours for about a week ever since we came up with the idea, but. Oh dude, I had three and then you threw me a curveball. Do you
1: want to do a fourth one? I'm like, I got you, man.
0: Yeah. Literally five minutes ago, I came up with a fourth one in my head and I was like, Hey man, do you have a, You have a fourth you want to do? And lo and behold, we went from three bold to four bold. Let's go. (laughs) Let's do it. Well, so we're recording on, um, well, I guess now it's the 28th, but it started on the 27th because it just passed midnight. The Eagles just tied the New York Jets in their third and final preseason game in spite of the fact that the Jets played most of their starters in the first half. And the Eagles played about three real NFL players. Um, the offense looked pretty good early. Boston Scott scored a touchdown. Joe Flacco looked pretty good, and the defense held the actual, the real Jets running backs to you know a modest number of rushing yards. But the game ended unceremoniously as I watched a two-point conversion actually be <laughs> converted. I can't. Believe and then the screen just said tie, and Robert Sala had some stupid-looking smile on his face, and Sirianni looked like he had no idea where he was. Um, but what a weird way to finish a. Uh, just a weird preseason. <laughs> I can't believe it. What? I don't know. I I don't even know what to say about the game. We didn't really learn a whole lot. We uh, There's so many receivers on the Eagles right now that I wonder who's going to make it, who's on the bubble. Um, JJ Ortega Whiteside had a nice play today. Get him um, off the fucking team. Get I mean, him off the good. team. <laughs> I, I'm a little worried because Sirianni might take him. him and think think he can rebuild him and how he's not a huge Fulg- Fulgham fan. So I'm a little what? worried. Who do you think your Who do you think the wide receivers will be this year? You figure Devontae is going to be on the team. You figure they're going to you have to keep Rager. Yeah, Rager will definitely be here. Rager, um, and it's, it seems Smith. like Quez Watkins has a spot. Watkins, oh, even man. if they keep five guys, that leaves Arthago Whiteside, leaves Hightower, it leaves Folgum, and it Fulgham. leaves uh, who else am I forgetting? Isn't Folgum the man? More. Was the unsung hero last season? Fulgham who had like a million yards in four games and that didn't catch a ball the rest of the season. Hey, he was the the spark that they needed in those four games. And then they covered yeah, not him. Kidding. Then they covered him. Yeah, and then they... then they started paying attention to him because they knew who he was. And at least Jeffries
1: Jeffrey's not on the team.
0: Is he on the team still? I I you would think with all the prep I did I would have checked that, but <laughs> Yeah, we are not the greatest
1: <laughs> in prep with this one. I'm just hoping it's that late. he's
0: not on the team. It's late. Um
1: that's slow excited. motion big contract
0: we are what 10, 10 days away 11 days away from the NFL season starting uh Thursday September 9th the bucks and the cowboys which we will talk about next week whether it's a preview or a review we still have not determined a, a uh, recording date so either we're going to talk about it heading in or we're going to break it all down after but uh for now we're going to talk eagles um I guess the easiest question is, what are your realistic expectations for the season? A season after a tumultuous offseason, the coach and the quarterback are both gone. The coach has been in, what, two different training camps so far because he was with the Bears and the, uh, the Colts, and then they sent the little quarterback down to Indy. Well, what's your realistic expectation for the season?
1: Oh, my God. It's just – it's a rebuilding season, I think, right now. We can't just – fake and be like, all right, they're going to be competitive. They're going to be division winners off the bat and hang with the top teams. Mm -hmm. Realistically, new coach, new system, new assistant coaches. Obviously, Hertz, hopefully, is the starter. Unless they throw something. I might might be spoiling (laughs) a bold prediction here. Well, it wouldn't be Philly
0: without a quarterback controversy, right? All
1: right. I mean, they might get Watson out of nowhere. I'm not trying to spoil any – bold prediction and again people we don't know each other's bold prediction so
0: i don't know what he has but uh, i know you you might have more sources than me given how many famous people you've met but i <laughs> had work i i got i got nothing to go off of aside from twitter so i can get bold predictions later on and we keep teasing this it's going to be the best segment we do all year and it's going to be like the third segment we do total <laughs> but yeah i'm with you you never know We're I mean, teasing if they do, this? Uh, if they do go out and make some trades, are they going to go, you know, are they going to push the chips to the middle and just trade everything they have for Watson? Or Are they going to tear it all down at the deadline and get rid of guys like Lane Johnson and Fletcher Cox? Um, obviously the contracts that Howie has kind of signed these guys to is going to complicate things. Obviously Carson Wentz has the largest dead cap hidden like Jeez. sports history. So it is a big mess, but you know, I'm sure there are plenty of guys that they can get out from beneath. I mean, it seems as though they tried to move on from Zach Ertz and, whether nobody wanted him or whether they just could not get the return they wanted, who knows? We might never find out. It was definitely but, the return. You think so? Yeah. They they may they must have wanted like a day two pick or something. and probably got nothing better than a six or a seven, you know, offered to them. He's still useful. And I wonder if he's going to actually play or if he's just going to be on the roster and waste away.
1: No, nah, it's, it's a contract year, I believe.
0: Right. Yeah. And the only other tight end, I mean, they had Tyree Jackson who was going to be an interesting one former quarterback that was going to play tight end. He got hurt in training camp. Goddard seems bummer. like he's going to be the starter. And Richard Rogers is, I think, older than Ertz. So.
1: Oh, definitely. But he's reliable. And he came down at the end of the season. Some clutch yeah. moments here and there.
0: If they ever need to throw a Hail Mary, he's caught two of them. So yeah, right. We'll see what happens. I mean, if they need any yards after the catch, don't throw it to Ertz. But I would yeah. hope that they give him a chance to kind of, you know, at least not go out kind of the way Jason Peters did. Well, oh, man. It was just. Just either barely playing or injured all the time and doing nothing. So, well, he has I'm that blonde hair.
1: Guy. He has that blonde yeah. hair, so it might be a new, uh, a new we was going to be seen. Yeah, uh, but uh, realistically, I see this team. As I said, a rebuilding team is going to be ups and downs. Probably more downs than ups. But the sparks are going to be awesome. Going to see the young quarterback dishing it out to the young receivers like Rager. Hopefully, Fogle. And uh, obviously, yes. the connection with him and Smith. Let's see if that becomes, you know, like what Deshaun Jackson was with XYZ. Because he did it with Foles. He did it with Vic, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, maybe Even, McNabb? Uh, very, very shortly did it with uh, with Wentz for that one game. He caught two touchdowns.
1: Oh, yeah. That bomb.
0: That was and my birthday. Never... Oh, look at they that. They caught two bombs that game. Yeah. And then after yeah, that, it was done. It was my birthday, <laughs> they were down 14 nothing to the football team and then all of a sudden they came back jesus i think it, this whole season it, it's going to be a tough schedule because they play the afc uh, they play the afc west and the nfc south they always struggle against the falcons they have to play tom brady uh they play the saints who i mean we'll get to them later and they play the panthers who are going to be a good team that afc west might be one of the better divisions in football the nfc west and the afc west are they both used to going to be be pretty competitive
1: a the yeah. NFC West used to be a laughing stock.
0: And now the AFC West, they got to play the Chiefs, they have to play the Broncos who have a, a sneaky really good team. Uh Vegas is going to be good again. And who am I free? Uh, the Chargers, the Chargers. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Herbert just tears them apart. So, they can sling They, the, they do they have a business. difficult schedule. Even though it's a what is it? A third place schedule, so they're not playing too many crazy teams, but they still have to play some good teams and I mean Not to mention they play
1: within the division, which is the NFC least, the NFC beast. It goes up and down,
0: but you never know what those games. So even when the NFC East is having a down year like last year or a couple of years ago, I mean, every game is competitive within the division. Washington has an excellent defense. Dallas has all their, well, for now, all their guys are healthy. They try to address the defense through the draft. And I think the Giants are going to be very, very good on offense this year. You think? Especially if Daniel Jones can figure it out. Yeah, but, it's
1: it's all relying on Daniel Jones.
0: Yeah, and the, you know, thankfully for the Eagles, that 17th game is against the Jets, It's not against you know the Steelers or something. So, Jesus. at least that's maybe a win you can kind of pencil in. But we'll we're gonna do a schedule prediction in a little bit. I'm uh, kind
1: of bummed out that that's
0: the 17th game though.
1: I like it when it's the division.
0: Yeah, it, it would have been nicer. I, I think they have to do it from uh, the other conference. But it's an extra game throw it early in the in the season. Yeah, I'm not really, you know, checking stuff up every five minutes for Eagles-Jets. <laughs> Although I almost went to tonight's game a couple weeks ago. My girlfriend and I considered going to the, taking the trip, but I think that the tolls on the turnpike would have cost more money than the actual ticket itself.
1: To the Meadowlands? Yeah. That and yeah. also the gas alone would have been way oh, more. Oh, yeah, for
0: sure. It's a beautiful stadium. I went there a few years ago for uh, Jets and Browns on Monday Night Football, and that was a great game. It oh, was wow. a great game, but it was a great experience. And then I went to an XFL game last year there. The drive is nice. It's just parking is a nightmare. But that seems to be the case of like every stadium in the United States. Or in the uh, tri-state area. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: How about you? What are your predictions? How do you feel about the
0: Eagles this season?
1: I mean, Realistically.
0: my realistic expectations, I, I don't think they're going to break. Well, I guess it can't literally be 500 anymore. But I don't think they're going to be above 500. I mean, they could. I think they could maybe be similar to the 2016 Eagles, but I think even that is overshooting the, the actual talent on this team. I think the offense has enough weapons on it. Mm-hmm. My concern is the offensive line. Even though they have enough a great offensive line when healthy, um, I, I would I would assume Mylata is going to be the left tackle, not Dillard. You know, you have Mylata, you have Sam Alo, Kelsey, uh, Brandon Brooks coming back from injury once again, and then Lane Johnson. Who might be one of the better right tackles in the game, if not the best? It, it is a very good offensive line, but they all have question marks. Kelsey's getting up there in age; he's very durable, but at what point will he will his body break down? Say Amalo, you know, he's not great. Uh, the left tackle is a very inexperienced combo between Dillard, who's played very little in the NFL, and Bylotta, who's played very little football in general. Uh, Brandon Brooks coming back from a couple different injuries—would he tear both Achilles? Mm-hmm. Plus, he also, you know, he's a I'm a big proponent of mental health. He's got the, you know, the anxiety issues as well. And if Lane doesn't play, that just complicates that for Brooks. And Lane can't, it, Lane's one, you know, failed test away from being suspended for a full season. So there's plenty that of dude. question marks on the offense. Granted, they have plenty of good skill players. I like the running backs. I'm a big Jordan Howard guy. If Miles Sanders can stop dropping passes and fumbling in the red zone, he'll be an excellent player. And I like Boston Scott a lot. You love the Boston wide receivers. Scott. You know, if if any of those wide receivers can just become a a legitimate, you know, number one, which is, I guess, what the hope is for Devontae Smith. Fulgham, if he can take the next step, provided he's still here. Watkins has looked excellent in camp. Um, If Jaw can just be an NFL player and if if Jalen Rager can figure it out as well, that's going to be enough weapons for Hertz, who can make plays with his legs and, you know, obviously run, too. But he's. I think the big thing for him will be extending plays. The offense isn't going to be the issue. I, I worry a little bit about the defense. Yeah. Um, the, the defense is older. Obviously, they still have Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Um, Derek Barnett's in a contract here. So, I mean, and, and the linebackers aren't great, but they're you know fine. The corners are old. They have Steven Nelson and Darius Slay. Slay looked good at points last year and then looked like, you know, a child at other points. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to when you're playing DK Metcalf. He's so, such a physical wide receiver. But such a specimen. You never know. I I wasn't thrilled that they let go of Jalen Mills either, but the Green uh, Goblin. Yeah, but they did bring in some older guys. I mean, Anthony Harris is a good player. I think realistically, I keep hearing on the radio when I listen to sports radio. Oh, you know, they're going to win nine games. They're going to win 11 games. They could win the division. I I don't think they're going to win the division. I think they come in third in the East um, behind two teams, which I'll get to later when when we preview the division. But I think they come in third in the East. I think that they will win at least one game against a good team that we don't expect. They always do, right? Yeah, they're gonna probably go to Vegas and beat, you know, beat the Raiders or something. Or it'll beat the Broncos, like a really good team, and then they're or they'll beat the Saints again, and then they're gonna lose to like the Jets or the Falcons or a team that's not supposed to be very good. So it'll all balance itself out. It's part um, of being finish, an Eagles fan. <laughs> yeah, if they finish either seven and eight or I'm sorry, uh. uh but eight and nine or nine and nine. It's so tough to remember now. Uh, 17, if they finish with eight or nine wins, then that would be a, a huge W for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that the, I, the, the only thing I'm worried about is really developing the young guys. Uh, if the coach has, you know, any type of issues that he, if he loses the locker room, it's over. But if he can develop an identity, if this team can kind of take a step in a, in like, you know, a positive direction, that's a big one for me. Um, which leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll put them together because in the NFL nowadays, it's not really a one with that. They're not very independent of each other anymore. The quarterback and the coach. Uh, I was going to ask you about Jalen first and then Sirianni next, but I think it makes sense just to kind of mix them together and ask you both because it seems like coach and quarterback are kind of you know, joined the at the hip nowadays. Yeah. So what do you, what's your outlook on Jalen Hurts and what's your outlook on Nick Sirianni? Albeit, we don't know too much about either of them at this point in the NFL.
1: Um. Well, we really don't know nothing about Sirianni at this point. Yeah. First-time coach, I believe, right? Uh, First-time head coach, yeah. Head coach, that's what I meant. And we've seen, you know, Herds, obviously, in college. And then when he took over, well, when he played some, you know, snaps when Wentz was there, and then when he finally took over, you saw some spurts, some moments. But he's young, he's developing, and it'll only get better with uh, more repetition in-game, mm-hmm. live game. You can do everything in practice, sure but what matters is in game when it counts yeah everything happens.
0: we've heard everything we've heard about Jalen Hurts is how great of a you know a work ethic he has he has a high motor the high um, motor is
1: first in the gym first in the training room the yeah. last one to leave the
0: you know he's uh, a perfectionist whatever. Whatever. all the all the positive things you want in a quarterback um you know Apparently, mentally.
1: i did like this and it could be you know cloud or whatever not even cloud just you know whatever but uh he'll stop the receivers randomly and tell him a play or something And they have to know it on the spot. He wants everybody to be in sync and know the playbook as much as he does, which is great. Yeah, but let's see if it really. They got to catch the ball at the end of the day, and he's got to throw it right between the numbers, or only they can get it,
0: and limit the interceptions. And you got to keep in mind: in the last three years, he said, and now it'll be four years. He will have had four different coaches. Um, That's rough. You know, in the NFL, this is Sirianni this year, last year, Peterson, the previous year, you remember he transferred from Alabama to Oklahoma. So Lincoln Riley in his, uh, in a senior year of college, or I guess his fifth year in college. And then the, um, and then obviously Nick Saban the year prior. Um, so he's had four different head coaches, four different offenses. I would imagine this year's offense will be a little bit different from last year's. Um, hopefully they will rely a little bit more heavily on the running game as well which was I think we've been saying that Peterson (laughs) I I don't know if Peterson wasn't allowed to do it because he got chewed out for that Green Bay game two years ago but hopefully they just let Sirianni call the call the offenses he feels he should Um, but I think Hurts if he could just take any type of step forward this year or if they just trade him for Watson who knows um, three first round picks next year sounds pretty advertising but if Hurts can you know take a step in the proper direction and show that he is a leader and show that he's an, he's an alpha, that would be huge for this team. Cause yeah. like I said earlier, yeah. he can make plays with his legs. Um, he he has a good arm, but the whole thing for him is going to be extending plays. And if the offensive line is healthy and playing to the level that we expect, then I think Hertz will be upright for most of the season as well. Um, also the trust.
1: Yeah. Because we've seen that a lot over like the last two years with wins Wentz loses trust easy, and he just goes to Ertz and Jeffries here and there. And if he feels a connection like with Folgum, he'll throw it to Folgum, but then it's overkill because other people like Boston Scott are open. Miles Sanders, of course, like you said, he'll tend to drop it, but he's open. Um, I just need to trust. I need him to spread the ball. And is Sirianni like Peterson? Is he going to be aggressive? Because I, I do like the aggressive fourth down go for it don't give me this jake elliott field goal when we can push it down the field get an extra couple yards extend the downs hopefully get a touchdown you know
0: it's it seems like young coaches are much more aggressive than the older ones um the exception isn't that young though the exception of Andy Reid. well i guess young and also newer Uh, the analytics will tell you that you know fourth down and you know three or fewer you might as well just go for it anyway um, mm-hmm. we'll see what he does offensively if he wants to establish the run which every coach says they want to and then immediately get away from the game plan I think Jalen the biggest difference between him versus what Wentz was doing last year and hopefully Jalen you know doesn't fall into the same trap that Wentz was is Carson Wentz was trying his best to make a you know the hero play on every down uh, which is you know almost like me playing Madden you finished with 30 <laughs> touchdowns but you finished with 27 interceptions he was throwing balls into windows that weren't even remotely open and just or trying to dirt. make plays. Yeah. He he was trying to make plays that weren't there. If Hertz can just take what the defense, gives him scramble for a few yards every so often, you know, he's mobile. He's not, you know, he's not Lamar Jackson, but he's mobile enough to get you yardage. And you saw that in the saints game last year. Yeah. Ultimately the reason they won that game is because he was making plays with his legs. And obviously Alshon Jeffrey, you know, rose up from the ground from and, the you know, dead, dude. made his first catch in three years or whatever, but, You know, if those two can just establish a rapport and you know establish a relationship with the players around them, then I think it's a that's a big step for this team. Um, We touched on it already, but you know, the aging core on this team is is probably an issue, whether it be cap wise or just on the field. Um, You know, you have Brandon Graham who just had one of his better seasons. How much longer can he go? um fletcher cox is getting paid to be you know a top five defensive lineman in the league and he's very disruptive and he, he commands a lot of double teams but you know we'd like to see him you know make more noise in the backfield uh zach Ertz, whatever's left of him uh, who knows how much longer jason kelsey's going to play lane and brooks or you know question marks long term but if they're if these guys can stay on the field and stay healthy then there's your that's the reason people are calling in the sports radio and saying this team's going to win the division I mean, the big question mark, uh, out of all those people that you uh,
1: mentioned, I say two are the question marks. It's uh, Cox and Lane Johnson. I say Cox because, like you said, he commands the double team, but sometimes he disappears sometimes in games, or he'll get hurt. and it's just Or if an offense is going no huddle, no huddle, no huddle, and this guy got to get subbed, he's out for a couple plays, and then boom. And then Lane Johnson, suspensions or injuries. It's like, what is going on with my man here?
0: I think part of it for this defense, uh, in particular the front, you know, with the defensive line, mm-hmm. is when they were at their peak, and it, it feels like it's it was so recent, but it's so long ago already. Four years ago, they were in the Super Bowl. Jesus, um, when when they had that that dominant defense, they had you know, there's they were rotating guys in and out. You had your third down pass rushers. You had your you know your regular starters. They had. You know their front four was basically what Jernigan, Cox, Brandon Graham, Benny Curry, and then they had subs coming in all the time. Hassan Ridgeway was playing a bunch, or he might have been the following year. But they had—I'm uh, sorry—it was uh, it was Bo Allen was the extra uh, interior lineman. Somebody they had else. Derek Barnett. They—they they had a lot of and uh, Chris Long obviously. Absolutely. So they were they were able to rotate guys in. This defense doesn't have as much depth as it did that year, or those two years really because eighteen they were good as well, and then they had Michael Bennett the next year.
1: And all those players that you mentioned were all disruptive, and they all got to the quarterback
0: and made yeah, plays. They all did their jobs. This and they one, were able to move. They were able to move Brandon Graham inside because they had extra pass rushers on the outside. They don't really have that luxury anymore. They also don't have Jim Schwartz anymore, who was, you know, he was not very is. aggressive on defense. You know, you saw him playing the sticks defense a lot, especially that game against the Titans in 2018. What do we know about the new defensive coordinator? Absolutely nothing. I can't even tell you his name. I. They said it earlier, and I already forgot it. It's probably that's probably someone else from the Colts, because you know Lurie and Roseman have to do everything that they they have to. Now Frank Reich is the new Andy Reid, they're just gonna hire all the people he (laughs) he coached.
1: Well, Um, there's one thing: if the defense looks like shit in the first week,
0: we will know his name. We will know his name,
1: and he'll probably run out of town soon.
0: Defensive coordinators to me are similar to offensive linemen. If you know their name, it's probably either very good or very bad. And if you don't know the name, that's probably a good thing because it means that nothing is being done wrong or right. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> what do you make of the, I mean, we touched on it earlier, but what do you make of the younger guys on the offense? The skill guys in particular, you have uh, you know, obviously Devonte Smith, uh, a lot of high hopes for him. What can he do? We didn't see a ton of him in the preseason, but when we did, he, he made some plays. Uh, Jalen Rager looks better. Um, obviously last Much year looks more comfortable. He spent, yeah, he spent most of the year last year tweeting about haters, but hopefully this <laughs> year he has something to tweet about. Um, if Travis Fulgham can take a step, or at least you know get back to what he was at his peak last year, mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard's a solid tight end. You still have Ertz, uh, even though he's not young, and then you have Miles Sanders, uh, Kenneth Gainwell. They have a good running back core, which I'm excited about. They have four guys that can carry the ball. You know, between Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, and Kenny Gainwell. And then they also still have Elijah Holyfield, too, who actually looked pretty good tonight in the preseason game against the Jets from what I saw. Um, had it on mainly for background noise, but he did make an, a couple nice plays. <laughs> um, But the young offense is really, I think, the, the thing that most people are going to be excited about this year. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's a passing league, so you already named Goddard, Fulgham, Rager, and Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. It's a passing league, so. Obviously, those are going to be the sexy picks. You know, the eyes are on them. For Zavante Smith's mental health, hopefully, I mean, obviously, you the number one first-round pick for us. I don't want to be too much pressure, that you have to do a lot more than you have to. Just play your game. Trust your quarterback. Trust yourself. I don't need him to, like, be a bust already and lose confidence early on. Rager, like you said, he's gotten confident. He keep, I like him in the slot. I like him in the slot or like some situations or like some uh, trick plays in the backfield. He's speed, small. I like it. Goddard, I think he's he's going to establish himself as the number one tight end and a force to be reckoned with, possibly a Pro Bowl. Um, that would, that also would be a
0: nice little, nice little gold ribbon on the season. Yeah. Another guy we didn't even mention is uh, Greg Ward. He was the wide receiver I was trying to think oh, of, of earlier. Jesus. Uh, Quez Ward. Watkins. Watkins has looked fabulous this year. He looks healthy. He looks good. Um, if Watkins continues to make plays, um, you know, that's going to be big. It'll open up the field for this offense, you know, for the last handful of years up until when they got Deshaun back. And then even then, because he was hurt so much, they never really had a guy that would take the top off the defense. Now it seems like they might have three. If Watkins can stay on the field, Hopefully. Uh, if Devontae can, you know, do his thing. And if Rager can stay on the field as well, that's three guys that can go deep. And then you have Fulgham, who's a pretty physical guy. I think we're, we're penciling Fulgham into the lineup, but who knows if he's even going to be here. Yeah, right. Um, he, he could be on the chopping block, considering how many other guys here. You know, Greg Ward feels like he's going to be the slot guy. Um, Fulgham started camp on the uh, the first team, and now he's on the third one. So who knows? He could be on his way out. But, I mean, it, as long as they have a guy that can take the top off the defense and guys that could just make catches on third down, I feel pretty good about this team because I think they're going to run the ball well. I hope
1: they, like you said, it's all about what is the mindset going into this game. What is Sirianni's coaching style? Is he going to be run first, pass first, balance, West Coast, whatever? I'm sure there is, you know, he probably has the playbook out there. But we need a lot of receivers, but we also need a lot of young running backs. This team is stacked on offense. Young talent. What are they going to do?
0: Yeah, stacked to an extent. Nobody on this team is, you know, blowing the doors off anybody but if they could just for sure. be if they could just be consistent uh, the, for this team the last handful of years it's really just been about who's on the field and who's available for these games because there's been so many injuries and it might just be a philadelphia curse because all the teams just have random injuries the phillies just had two of them the other day the sixers have been dealing with four uh, dealing with it for years god knows what's going on we literally sold our souls for a super bowl but I mean, <laughs> if they could just stay healthy i think it was, worth, be it. It was worth it competitive yeah it was <laughs> If they could just stay competitive, then I'll be happy because I just don't want to come home on Sundays and, and you know watch you know some dreck on the field and they're going three and out. Last year was tough. That little stretch when they the Eagles played the who was it the Steelers and the Ravens and all the it was just they played bad. the uh, even the Bengals game that was at home. You know the, the division games that that game against the, who was at the Cowboys was a disaster. Ugh. there were so many times I just I. I think the Seahawks to, came to town. You just wanted to put your head in the microwave. Yeah, the Seahawks, Seahawks game was gross. That was, another, that was a backdoor that, cover that screwed The Patriots,
1: me. I believe. That was a winnable game, I believe. Unless I'm thinking Patriots, about a different year. Uh,
0: that was two years ago. Damn. I know it was like a winnable game. I'm like, what is going on here? It all just runs together at this point. Yeah. I mean, the the last game against Washington that they tanked on purpose and lost. That was the most I, blasphemous thing I've seen. Openly tanking. Yeah. Ah, well, the Giants were pissed about it, but you know, if the Giants really wanted to make the playoffs so badly, they should have won more games. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you shouldn't rely on your, your, you know, your hated rival to get you into the playoffs. Just shitting on I, the, <laughs> I mean, the I good thing is there there might be some Giants fans that hate listening to this, but who knows? Uh, oh, I have you, some Giants you... fans. <laughs> oh, I do too. Friends. I mean, yeah, I got a couple of good ones. Or a couple <laughs> good friends of mine that are Giants fans. Um, they're gonna like one of my predictions later, though. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> how do you feel about the defense? Do you think they're gonna be able to keep them in games this year, or do you think they're gonna be better than last year, worse than last year? Obviously, we don't know anything I mean, about this coordinator yet, but they did. They they have not blitzed at all, really, in the preseason. I don't know if that's uh, you know something to be expected by going forward, or if that's not if it's a new guy just trying not to show his hand.
1: I mean. They can't, hopefully they can't be blowing games. They can't be blowing games. They got to get some stops. But th- we have like a tough t- tough schedule
0: in a way. Oh, it's Jonathan Gannon. Okay, there we AFC go. AFC West, no, bro? Now I can call him by his name.
1: The AFC West, you said? And what else? The NFC South?
0: Yeah, they play the NFC South and the AFC West. They, yeah, got, the Panthers, quarterbacks. Quarterbacks they got the Panthers. These quarterbacks. Panthers, the Saints. Yeah, Panthers, Saints, Bucks, and uh, Falcons. And then they got you know, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers. So that's, that's I think six we're, good quarterbacks right we're there. Per,
1: we're pretty good on the run defense, I think. We can clog up the the line. I think the linebackers will be better this year as well. Eesh. I Really, I don't, I don't know. I'm just hoping that they do well enough, put some pressure, get some turnovers here and there, make some stops here and there. They're going to give up yards. They're going to give up points. That's a given. If Now, if – Can the offense get them out of it? Can the offense get the defense out of it? Extend the plays. I don't want to be, you know, like back in the day with Chip Kelly. Just go fast and then put the defense right back out there. You know?
0: I don't know. Well, I don't know. We've reached the portion of tonight's episode where we will be now running through the Eagles' schedule. I thought this would be a cool little exercise. Okay. We're going to run through the Eagles' schedule. We're going to say win or loss. Uh, if you want to keep track on your end, I'll keep track on my own. Um, what we think they're going to do, uh, I guess we'll start. We'll just start hot Sunday, September twelfth, Week One at Atlanta. What do you think
1: at Atlanta?
0: Yeah, it feels like they always start early. They played Atlanta Week Two a couple of years ago. They started with them in, in uh, two thousand fifteen. They always play Atlanta early. It feels like
1: they do. They do, and it's always um, at Atlanta.
0: Atlanta's a good team. I mean, they're they're not as they're not expected to be any good. No they, Julio Jones. They have Kyle Pitts, though, and Calvin Ridley's an excellent player. Jesus. Calvin Ridley, Ridley feels like the type of guy that'll go off for 12 and 183 against the Eagles. He looks like the number one right now. Yeah, they, running back is who? Mike Davis?
1: I can't tell Yeah,
0: I'm going to go with Eagles on that one. <laughs> See, I have a hard time. If I give them a loss that week, I don't know where the first win will come. <laughs> I'm going to probably go I think I'm going to go win for week 1. I, I it'll be close and it'll be probably ugly, but I think it's just new co- two new coaches you know going head to head with uh, Arthur what was his name Arthur Smith down Arthur in, Smith, uh, Yeah. Yeah, just left the Tennessee Titans. Who, it, I'm surprised he left the Titans actually. Seemed like a good spot for him, but Hey man, they over going, there. Yeah, going down to the Falcons looking to make them into a a contender again. It's going to be a fun game. I think it'll actually be one of the like the more surprisingly, you know, entertaining games of Week One. Week One's always like that shiny new toy. It's the first week of red zone yeah, and everything. Right. But I think that'll be a good game. I'm going to definitely tune into that if I can. I'm also right,
1: hoping. Well, I'm also hoping the the history of the Atlanta Falcons of blowing leads and blowing games. <laughs> I mean, well, you can have we have to not get a lead. The Super Bowl. That's I mean,
0: they haven't recovered since. And yeah, we do need to get a lead. Yeah, poor but, Matt uh, Ryan. Matt Ryan always kills the Eagles, though. So that, that could be a game where he goes for three eighty-five and three touchdowns. So that very well could be a loss. But I, if I give the Eagles a loss that week, I don't know when the first win is actually going to come. Uh, week two, that's the home opener. Uh, they play the 49ers at one p.m. It's a Sunday. Uh, how do you feel about that one? I'm just going to say now they're going to lose. That Eagles. Game. I say there's Eagles. no shot. There's no shot they win that game. <laughs> San Francisco is way too good. <laughs> I, I doubt it, dude. No way. I don't know. I, I don't like. I don't like them. Home
1: opener, night. pressure. Philadelphia's gonna be rocking. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan is
0: an offensive genius. He's been yeah, in that a, stadium. That's a very good team, and you know they could have. If you listen, if Garoppolo plays, maybe the Eagles win. But if they go Trey Lance, <laughs> there's no shot the Eagles are stopping that dude. You
1: telling me Trey Lance's rookie's gonna come in Philadelphia and no? Yeah, no. it's the
0: North Dakota State curse. It's the Bison. The Bison Jesus kill the Eagles. <laughs> well, right, we have yet to so see Carson Wentz kill us yet. So so far you got the Eagles going seventeen and zero. So far I got them going nine and (laughs) eight. All right, week three this will be a fun one. Monday night football at Dallas, uh, Sunday September. I'm sorry, Monday September twenty seventh. That's gonna be a fun game. Monday night football is always good, especially against your hated rivals. That one I'm actually kind of torn on. I'm not. The next three I'm not, but this one I am. I'm
1: I'm torn. Yes, because. It's the team, but I'm not torn. This is an easy pick, in my opinion.
0: Well, they're still going seventeen zero in your book. Two,
1: two and one. This is what, this is where they take their first L right here.
0: Yeah, I think I think they're gonna get Dallas get that is night. too good. Dallas is very good, and uh, if they're at healthy, home they're gonna be
1: Dak Prescott. It... Fingers crossed is there. If not, the backup. And... Yeah,
0: I mean. It... Mike you, want beat, you want to beat the Cowboys, but you don't want to see anybody on their team get hurt. I was I was yeah. actually heartbroken for Dak last year when he was coming off the field when, with the ankle injury. Felt I heard terrible for the it. guy. He was the best quarterback in the league last year when he got hurt. He was putting up 400 you know, yards a game. He's an excellent player and an even better guy, so yeah. something you didn't want to see. It was, um, yeah, it sucked. So I have them losing that game, too. Uh, week four, Sunday, October 3rd, they play the Chiefs in <laughs> Philly. I mean... It's not about whether or not they're going to win or lose. It's how many they're going to lose by and how many yards Mahomes puts up. I think Mahomes breaks the passing record for that game. <laughs> and I think the Chiefs mercy roll the Eagles and the games over at halftime. So I'm going to, I'm going to go loss for that one. Same. Um, I actually think they're going to lose by like... A thousand. That, see, that'll be one of those games that they show up and they actually play well against a good team, but they, they're going to get their butts kicked. What, what, when is it? October?
1: October Sunday? 3rd.
0: I actually have tickets for that game. Really? Yeah, we might have to do a live pod after. A,
1: um, two or third. Trying to see if well weather coming to factor. <laughs> no,
0: that, that's that's gonna be no. that'll be your best weather of the season. That I, that like late September into early November is probably the best like four weeks, four to five exactly. weeks of the season. Fall that's in general favorite. is my better. favorite. Yeah, we're we're gonna get to that in a future episode. <laughs> uh, in months. Um, one more thing that we uh, we actually didn't touch on in the open and we Hold didn't up. touch on in the trailer is uh, we're going to do some top five lists and we're going to rank things. because everybody loves Everybody loves ranking things. Uh, we don't have anything planned for this week unless we have an impromptu ranking. But every episode starting next week, we're going to have a ranking toward the end. Uh, anytime we have a guest on, we're going to have some rankings. And of course, anytime we have rankings, we're going to ask everybody out there for theirs. So stay tuned for when we rank the seasons. Yes.
1: Um, fall over everything. I'm saying it right now. But we can get into that later. But
0: yeah, fall is number can, one. We're gonna argue about a lot of things on this podcast, <laughs> but I'm not arguing that. All right, week.
2: Oh, and we one we last on? thing. We, if you do yes.
1: when we do those rankings and you wanna participate or you wanna share your listing with us, hit us up on Instagram at PA underscore turnpod or you can send us an email at paturnpot at gmail.com. Yes. We'll get to them we as will soon have, as we can.
0: We will have mailbag episodes as well as mailbag questions from time to time if you have anything good out there or even just mailbag, you know, statements. If you want to tell us we suck, I don't know. Um, anything Comments. you want to write to us, paturnpot at gmail.com. It's all one word. However, the Instagram is PA underscore turnpot. Uh, week five. This we is an interesting know. one because this is a team I think is actually going to be very, very good this year. Sneaky good. Love um, Sunday... Sunday, October 10th at Carolina. I think they lose that one too. <laughs> Panthers are going to be good, man. I mean, I, they got Sammy, Sammy Mono playing quarterback, but.
1: I think this is uh, one of those dude, games I,
0: where they fuck around and win. Yeah, you might be right. I, I still, I think they, I don't know. I have Eagles. You might have just around. persuaded You might have persuaded me. I. Uh,
1: this, and this is after getting smacked by Dallas at Monday night and then get smacked at home by the Chiefs. Yeah, you're right. They yeah, go, you're right. They're they're gonna go to co- Carolina. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to come and win. That.
0: Uh, Carolina's got a good defense, but I think that Darnold is beatable. Uh, week Sam six. had
1: Darnold? Oh, my God. I forgot he was a the quarterback so, there.
0: So week six on a short week. They play Thursday, the 14th of October, at Duh. home against Tampa. We can skip to um, the next
1: week. If, the you just,
0: if you want to just listen to our, our assessment of the Kansas City game, uh, you can just cut and paste that into the audio for this one. Uh, I think Brady comes to town, and they, he just plays blindfolded and still beats him. Uh, week seven. Wait,
1: I think Gronkowski's going to have a monster game that game. That's oh, how bad this is going to be. That's if he,
0: if he can still walk. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, October 24th, they're going to go to Vegas. Uh, probably, if, if they're allowed to have fans, those fans are going to be excited man Vegas has a good fan base that they the do Golden Knights have a crazy fan base I can only imagine what football is going to be like there uh so week seven currently I have the Eagles going two and four in the first six you have them going what three and three
1: <laughs> let me see I have them going two Not
0: three two and three and two three and three yeah okay I uh, I think they dropped this one of the Raiders the Raiders fell off the face of the earth last year after beating the Chiefs <laughs> I think if if they can just kind of say you know sustain progress, they have a good team, and I think they're going to beat the Eagles. So, and that's if uh, the quarterback lost there, Carr can stay healthy as well. He's had some injuries. Yeah. yeah, we're going to get to that next week too. We're going to do some this or that, and one of them is going to be Carr versus Mariota. Not that it's an actual controversy, but it's just our opinion. I think
1: Mariota should have taken the job. But, yeah, well, hey,
0: we'll, we'll get to that next week. They had preseason. If
1: he couldn't beat him out, then I guess Carr is the better man. But I have the Eagles beating the Raiders, surprisingly.
0: Okay. I feel like that can go either way.
1: You're, you're going to see a lot of Chucky. That guy.
0: Yeah. That guy. All what right, week eight. Uh, this one's going to be spooky. October 31st, Halloween at 1 p.m. They play the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Feels like they have never won in Detroit because they lost on Thanksgiving that one year, and then they lost the game that uh, Ryan Matthews fumbled um uh, detroit's gonna stink if the eagles can't win that game they don't deserve to win any so i'm gonna i'm gonna begrudgingly give them a win even though i feel like that'll be a game they lose <laughs> right it will be a game that they that's gonna be that the one. game they get that's gonna be like 31 to 12 or some stupid number it'll be a scorigami for sure i have the eagles winning that one um jared goff oh god i mean I that's right that. i forgot about that No Matt yeah. Stafford though jared goff they just hired the guy for the pc principal didn't they um <laughs> I think so. Well, what's his name? The, the tight ends coach from the Dan Campbell's there now. He's going to – he wants to eat people's knees and stuff. Jesus Christ. Yeah, They got rid of Patricia, which is uh, probably the best move that franchise has ever made. <laughs> I don't think so, but – Good Lord. Pencil boy with this. Yeah, you, to, you know what? We don't have a segment planned this week called What's Your Gripe? But it's going to be something we do in the future. But if I could just give you a sneak preview of what your, what my gripe is.
1: Yeah, my,
0: Yeah, just do it. What is your gripe? Matt? Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia, you fat slob. <laughs> what, what are you doing with a pencil behind your ear with a laminated play sheet?
1: Go off, do you, King.
0: Do you just not have Expo markers where you live? <laughs>
1: Talk you, your you shit. Worked,
0: you, you worked for the Patriots for 100 years. Now you're a head coach and you were a head coach before you blew it. You couldn't afford an Expo marker or just maybe, yeah. maybe your agent. Your agent couldn't tell you, you look like an idiot with a pencil and a laminated play sheet. Talk your shit, King. No, his voice doesn't match his face either. He deserved to lose Super Bowl 52. Um, That's fucked week up. Nine, week, <laughs> week nine. Week
1: nine, we have the Chargers coming into Philadelphia November 7th. Blowing game. the
0: doors off the Eagles. Yeah, I have the Chargers <laughs> winning that one. <laughs> Jesus. Herbert uh, is going to see. throw for at least 600, not 500 yards. Uh, Justin Herbert's an amazing player. He, he's going to be fun to watch forever. He, he's going to be in the league a long time. What he did with that team last season after they tried to kill Tyrod Taylor, like puncturing his lung or whatever it was, uh, week ten they play at Denver, Mile High Stadium. That's a good team. I think they're going to be way better than people think. Well, oh, that's the sleeper team of the AFC. Oh, yeah, I I agree. I, that's 1,000%. an impossible division. They're they're in an, if they were in any other division, they'd be they would have a better chance to make the playoffs for are just because of the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the and the. Uh, uh, I always forget the 14th, The Raiders. It's going to be a tough one. Denver's going to be good though. My boy Patty I, Vega, who is a heavy Denver
1: Broncos fan, who's also has his own podcast, Slant and Rants. He would be loving this. I wonder what he would think about this game right here. Because well, he might have a different him on the take. Pod. We might maybe get, him, we on can the get pod. him on
0: Sunday or Thursday. It'll be Wednesday, November 11th. I think well, we can maybe get him on. That yeah. week ten preview, whatever date is. Yeah, that week ten preview. I would um, love that. They're, that's one of the few times that they play outside of 1 o'clock. They play 425 that day. So the, uh, the big wigs at CBS probably expect that to be a big game. I think they lose it. They might flex be, it, though, but whatever. But yeah, yeah uh, They might come to their senses and get the Eagles back on the November.
1: November? Does it snow early in, in Denver? I don't know. They can't breathe out there anyway. Well, I'm just saying. You, you got to put weather into effect with all these things. Yeah. Like when we, if we were a Saints podcasting, if we were looking for the Saints, we got to see what they do outside the dome. It's it's <laughs> what it is, it's what it is. Or any of these like West Coast teams, like LA. How do they do when they go into Minnesota or New York or well, New Jersey anyway, Philadelphia in the wintertime? How do they, how are they going to fare? But uh, Denver, uh, Patrick Sertain, if he's healthy and he becomes a dominant corner or safety,
0: Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I don't know if they've named a starter yet. I I don't. Uh, Admittedly, I don't follow the Broncos as heavily as I do the Eagles, but me neither. Uh, if, if Bridgewater is starting, they have plenty of weapons out there. Man, they have Cortland Sutton, they have Jerry Judy, Dude. Noah Fant's a good player. They still have Melvin Gordon playing running back. That's gonna be a good team. This one, I I don't know. I don't know. I think they. I think the Broncos win that game. It went in doubt. Just flip a coin. and It's usually gonna be the home team.
1: Uh, I think they're gonna fuck around and win this. Fuck it. They're going to fuck around and win this.
0: Speaking of Saints, they play them the next week. Uh, Week 11, they play at home. Jalen Hurts, his, like, I don't know, his, like, anniversary game for when he came in and beat him last year. I think the Saints (laughs) Saints will be better. They're going to come in here looking for blood, I'm sure. Peyton loves to run up the score on the Eagles after silly things happen. Uh, It seems like Famous Jameis will be starting for them. So they won't have a fullback playing quarterback again like last year but he will be um, burning us on the offensive side though. Uh, Jameis is James doesn't see James is another one that doesn't get credit for how good he is. Um I understand he's kind of a bonehead and makes bad decisions, but he's got a, a rocket arm and it, it, it I think sometimes it takes a quarterback a little bit longer to to mature and when you get with the right coach, you can kind of be coaxed into being a better player and I think Sean Payton's a good one for him to work with because Payton will probably reel him in a little bit. Uh, although we said the same thing with Arians we thought Arians would do it too but yeah he, he wasn't able to but I think Sean Payton you know he he, I mean look at Teddy Bridgewater went what five and oh a couple years ago with them and Taysom Hill went and came in last year and only lost what one or two games yeah they, they can work with him and by then for their sake maybe Michael Thomas will be back um,
1: and they have weapons yeah they're and, a good team and you know it's Payton it's one of those like respectable coaches out there and it's a change of scenery for uh, Winston. He was in Tampa for the longest. Number one pick, I believe, or first-round pick for that franchise. Pressure, yeah, you was know how that works. First was. overall. <clears throat> I and think was the Saints kid.
0: win that game. I think New Orleans comes into Philly and wins. I, mean... I don't think so.
1: I have the Eagles. Only because famous Jameis is known for his interceptions as well. Yeah. Taysom Hill. He will burn us here and there, but he might even play quarterback as well. Yeah, who knows Gotta by then? They,
0: maybe they will have made the switch. Um, but
1: Alan Kamara is a monster. Well, that's someone we'll that you need see, to stop.
0: We'll see if he's still a monster without Breeze checking the ball down to him every play. So we'll see. He's what still happens.
1: a monster, <clears throat> he's a fantasy uh, god.
0: Well, another one, I maybe <laughs> he maybe it was just Breeze checking the ball down to him in PPR. He was a great um, so the, the following week they have the Giants in the Meadowlands. Um, they seem to do well against the Giants, but I, the Giants, I think, are going to be much better this year. They're going to be much improved. That's it. Barkley, Celtic. Yeah, the Eagles do play them well. Um, they, they're, they've they won a you know considerable amount of games against the Giants in the last 10 years, but I think the Giants are too good to lose that game. I think I mean, the Giants win it.
1: I mean, the Giants also play us very well as well. Like, like we play yeah, them well, they, they, but they play us pretty hard
0: as well. And I think, they, wasn't they did it everything the in their power. That was the game that the Giants basically handed to the Eagles last year. Or, well, it was the home game that they handed to the Eagles. Yeah. Um, well, I was going
1: to say, like, wasn't that the game where Daniel Jones just basically ran for a touchdown before he tripping on his own two feet? Like, I mean, they can do damage against us.
0: Yeah, I believe the Giants beat the Eagles in the Meadowlands last year. Uh, Boston Scott broke a long touchdown. Um, Division Oh, which right
1: after uh, Thanksgiving, too.
0: Oh, it is. Mm. And they play them right after Christmas, too.
1: I think I think it's a dub. Eagles win.
0: I think it's a dub for the Giants. Uh, the following week, I might actually go to this game. December 5th is my anniversary, and we actually looked at tickets for this game. Uh, they play the Jets, so the Eagles may as well just stay in Jersey they are gonna, that whole oh, week. They might. <laughs> they might as well, because um, then they yeah. have a bye after that. So they play the Jets December fifth. If they don't win that game, they don't deserve to win anything. I might go to that. We'll do a live pod on my drive home. I think this is where they might fall. You think so? There's Zach always Wilson. that
1: game where like they fuck it up. Zach December Wilson, 5th. man. They're just limping into the to the bye week.
0: I think they lose to bye week week fourteen. <laughs> All right, I think All they. Right. I got them with the win. Okay.
1: All right, Uh, we're in the bye week right now?
0: Yeah, so bye week is week 14.
1: All right, so let's review because I just realized I have four straight wins for the Eagles. (laughs) I don't know what's going on here. I have them four, five, six, seven, eight. I have nine and five, the Eagles. I am smoking. Uh, I think my math is off. What happened?
0: Oh, my math is probably off. One, one, two. I got three. them going four and nine the first thirteen games. Wins coming against Atlanta. Uh, actually, I don't. Nine I don't, and four, not even gonna, Not even going Not even So I have the inverse. I got them going four and nine. <laughs> and I have them nine and four. <laughs> there you go. All right. So this next week is uh, you know, those last couple of weeks before the end of the season. Sometimes they flex games. Uh, this one hasn't been determined yet whether they're going to play on a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, they play against my favorite uh, logo team. in all of sports, the Washington football team. Um, th- this is at home against uh, WFT, a team that they almost beat last year in week 17. Uh, football team now has Ryan Fitzpatrick running the offense, potentially Taylor Heineke because, you know, when you get fits the ball too long, you can sometimes fall off. Uh, they have a good. Magic team. tragic. They signed, uh, they signed what Curtis Samuel to a contract. They have Antonio they Gibson there. Logan Thomas, the former quarterback, is their tight end. Chase Young is a beast on Ron is still there. It's a good team. I think they – Ron Rivera's got that team cooking. I think they will – I don't know. I think they'll split – no, I think they're going to lose that. Yeah, they're going to lose.
1: Yeah, I got them losing. I got Washington in that one.
0: Week 16, this is probably the game I have circled on the schedule. Uh, The day after Christmas, the Giants come to town. This is going to be a win for me. I think they beat Guaranteed. the Giants right after Christmas. This is the one I feel a little bit more strongly about than the rest. Obviously by then it, I'll probably feel depressed. But cuz I have them going 4 and 10 the first 15 weeks. But I think just with all the, you know, the anger that the Giants have and also the Giants I have them beating the Eagles a few weeks prior. I think the Eagles come out day after Christmas, a little bit of jet lag for the Giants and I think the Eagles beat them. I have Eagles beating Giants as well. You got the Eagles going, what, 14-3? and three?
1: <laughs> That's what it looks like.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, happy New Year, everybody. They play the football team again the next week, January 2nd. I think they lose that. Same. And then they finish with Dallas January 9th at home. Uh, I I have a feeling that's going to be a game that Dallas will need to win to win the division, and I think the Eagles beat them that day and the Giants end up winning Jesus. the division. I, I have Dallas uh, winning that one.
1: So, so, the I, Eagles losing their last two games, just crumbling. Going,
0: just crumbling. So I got them going. I got them going six and eleven.
1: I think I have them going twelve and five. <laughs> what a crazy! Let me see. Two. So who do
0: you have the Eagles beating in the first round of the playoffs?
1: No, I have them ten. I have ten wins.
0: Listen, ten and seven would be a pipe dream for me. <laughs> uh, I have so- them.
1: What do you want to know? Who they're winning? Is that what you asked?
0: No, I said that would just be a pipe dream. Uh-huh. If they go. If they get 10 wins with a rookie coach and a basically a rookie quarterback, that'd be crazy. So right after the regular season concludes, you got the playoffs. Um, a question I posed to you, Joel, a few days ago. What's up? Um, and I listed the playoff teams from last year. Which teams that made the 2020 playoffs do you think won't make it in 2021? I think the obvious answer is, Two teams I'll name in a second. And which teams that missed the 2020 playoffs do you think will make it this year? Obviously, most people are going to say Bears and Saints for the uh, the teams that will probably miss.
1: The fact that you say it's obvious, now questions my entire <laughs> thing here. Um, teams that were in the playoffs in 2020. That so let me read them off year, to you. Right?
0: I'm going to read them to you real quick. Now, keep in mind there were seven teams per uh, conference last year. There were, what, three wild cards, and only one team got a bye. Uh, because of the you know the whole COVID thing, they wanted to add a little bit of yeah. revenue somehow. Uh, so you got the Chiefs, the Bills, the Steelers, the Titans, Ravens, Browns, and Colts uh, in the AFC, and then in the NFC. You got Packers, Saints, Seahawks football team, Buccaneers, Rams, and Bears. Uh, so who, do you have a team, and do you think anybody? Well, I guess one team has to, but who do you think doesn't make the playoffs this year that made it last year?
1: <laughs> Shush! All right, hear me out. <laughs> I have the Browns and Steelers in the
0: AFC not
1: making the playoffs.
0: I got the Steelers not making it either,
1: <laughs> because the Steelers had one of the most softest schedule ever until they believe. actually faced a real team, and they went down like shit at the end.
0: And they lost to the Washington Football Team.
1: Logan Thomas,
0: right? What the fuck? Uh, who 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 quarterbacked that game? Was it Heineke?
1: Nah, it was somebody. Then Heineke, right? Oh, no, it was the other kid. Um,
0: Kyle Allen? No. Was it? No, I, th- I think it was Kyle Allen. I
1: thought it was Drew Haskins.
0: No, it, by then, Ron Rivera gave up on Haskins. Ah, all right.
1: Uh, um, what'd you call it? Yeah, so I have the Steelers. out. I have the Browns just having a bad year. I think it's do or die for uh, Baker. I think it's just waiting to implode and rebuild for that franchise. For the NFC.
0: See, oh yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say I'm interested to see. I'm actually looking it up right now. It was it was Alex Smith. Alex Smith beat them. Alex Smith was 31 for 46, 296 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Roethlisberger was 33 for 53, 305, <laughs> two touchdowns and a pick. Um, I, again, throw I don't. It. I don't think James Conner played that game. I so. forgot. I forgot all about Alex Smith. Jesus. Um. I'm sorry, you were saying?
1: Shout out to Alex Smith, retired. Had a great yeah, career.
0: I think he's going to be an amazing analyst. Oh, yeah. For sure. he, he's a got coach? the personality for it. Oh, yeah. He seems like a, he's going to be a great analyst. Uh, all the quarterbacks make great analysts. Yeah, right. I think Breeze, Breeze is going to be good, too.
1: I would pay the house to have Tony Romo on my staff. I would pay the would, house.
0: Yeah, yeah, Romo is the gold standard right now for uh, announcers. We're going to jump into that too at some point. We're going to rank our top announcers and top <laughs> announcing duos and top color analysts.
1: I know how much you love Joe Buck.
0: Yeah. Everybody loves Joe Buck. <laughs> uh, so actually, so from the AFC, I have the Steelers not making it um, and making it in the AFC this year. I have the chargers. I think the chargers are going to get it as a wild card.
1: From my just good, so... going in is
0: the dolphins. Dolphins are a good one, man.
1: They Brian were
0: 10-6. Brian Flores is a great coach. Not enough credit for that kid. They keep there. making plays. They, they drafted Jalen Waddle. They still have Devontae Parker. Gusecki's there. Tua. Miles Gaskin had a nice little season. Tua is Tua, Tua's my breakout guy. I'll, I'll give you a little Ooh. teaser on that. Ooh. Um. Uh. For, what about the NFC? What do you think about the NFC?
1: The NFC? Well, first of all, I think the Saints will make the playoffs. I know you they already really? had them re- Amen. I, so I have them dropping Peyton. out, and I
0: have the Bears falling out, too.
1: I have the Bears.
0: Yeah, the, the, the Bears Rams. are an easy one.
1: I have the Rams falling out.
0: Oh, geez, You're <laughs> going to hate my Super Bowl prediction.
1: <laughs> and I have the football team running out as well. Yeah, football team, is
0: that's another one, because you're not allowed to win the NFC East multiple years in a row. So Yeah,
1: that was my logic. That was yeah. my straight logic with that. Yeah, football um,
0: team is going to be good though this year. I think their defense will carry them and they might come close to winning the division. I think every team in the division is going to be good except the Eagles.
1: Hey man, you're you're st- you're stomping on my big surprises here. You you're stomping. Oh, you're, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if you're um, watching
0: on the YouTube, I'm going to go tape my mouth shut.
1: <laughs> um, for the NFC going in, I have the Cardinals. Okay. They got Hopkins. I, I, they got Julio I actually, Jones,
0: I believe. Uh, no, um, oh, AJ Green.
1: AJ Green, my bad. And they have JJ Watt. the defense. Christian Kirk. I'm on. Now. They signed.
0: They have James Connor. That I, I actually. Really so they they were my pick last year to be a breakout team to make the playoffs, and I, I was almost right. Um, I thought I actually. So before last season started, I, I had I made two bets. Uh-huh. I bet the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl, although that was uh-huh. Week One that I took that, and I also bet Kyler Murray to win MVP. I thought Murray was a good value because I think if they would have made the playoffs, he probably would have gotten some MVP votes. Yeah, and obviously sure. the storyline behind Rodgers made it too easy to pick him. And you know the writers don't really care about play; they care more about story, which is why you know Mahomes doesn't just win it every year, uh, making it in the NFC. So I, I'm, I'm with should. you. I think I think the Bears will be out this year. Um, football team is probably a good one. I didn't write football team down, although by my logic they technically will be out. Um, but we I'm not I done th- yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the Eagles and the Cowboys
1: <laughs> <laughs> making it in the playoffs. We just went All through right, the schedule. A- They're going to be <laughs> 10 and 7 as a wild card. That's how bad that is.
0: Oh, my God. When are the Cowboys going to go 12 and 5?
1: Maybe 11, but I don't know. Oh, jeez. Oh, hey, Amen.
0: Listen, if the, Eagles, if the Eagles make the playoffs, we're just going to do a live pod the day that they play. I don't think they. I think the Eagles are going to be. Their Eagles are going to be more likely to be in contention for the number one pick next year than they will be for the number (laughs) thirty-two pick. Um, So you you might think this is surprising, but I have tipped my hand a little bit by by just nonstop talking about them recently. Yeah. The the team that I think makes the playoffs in the NFC that didn't make it last year. You want to take a guess? No. Panthers. Yes. Yeah, yeah the Panthers. you, you Panthers love that. Excellent. Robbie Anderson's great. DJ Moore is very good. I do love DJ uh, Moore. Can't tell you who their tight end is, but I, it, with Darnold there. I wish it was Greg Olson. Yeah, it should be. Uh, Matt Rule. Uh, so I don't know if he's got full control of personnel and drafting, but they have been doing it right. I think the way to win in the NFL, draft de- defense and buy offense. So you get cheap defensive players. You can go out and find offensive players on the market very easily. Derek Brown's very good. They have um, the guy from Penn State, whose name I can't remember right now, took him in the second round last year. Um, I don't know. Your guys are uh, as good yeah. as mine. Yeah. <laughs> good team. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're, they're going to be a wild card. I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they're going to be a wild card. Um, I was struggling by putting the Pentas in,
1: but I think they're well, going to you- be one of those teams that's going to just miss the cut. Like this year's version
0: of the Raiders from last year.
1: Originally, I had the Raiders in there, and I took them
0: out before, right before we recorded it. They, they looked really good last year, the first half of the season, and then kind of just fell off. Because I had the Dolphins and Raiders, but I'm like, oh, I can't. Yeah. I who do you have? Um, we don't have to go too deep into this, but who do you have winning uh, each division? You want to do the division? NFC first? So we you want to just go back and forth. Yeah, you want to just go back and forth. Who do you have winning The East? The East? <laughs>
1: NFC is right
0: yes Cowboys so I have the Giants they're plus 400 right now so if you're a betting man which I mean you are they're plus 400 Dallas is plus 130 Washington's plus 260 and the Eagles are plus 450 I think the Giants are a good value and I think they make the playoffs this year and I think they their defense is pretty good and their coach even though he's kind of like a he seems like a high school coach I think that. Those guys want to play for him. If Saquon comes back healthy, Judge. They signed they have Kenny Galladay, they have Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. Um Evan Ingram is out, a question mark. Let's just be real. Shout rolling. out Butterfinger, one of my favorite candies as a kid. <laughs> um But that's oh a good goodness. team. I think they're a good team. And I, think- I like I like Leonard Williams a lot, and I love Dexter Lawrence. Coming out of college, I thought he should have been taken much earlier than he was. And I think that they got a very good value getting him. Uh, they have a Dory Jackson now. They still have James Bradbury. That's a good team. It is a good team. But their quarterback. Yeah. Questionable. Well, who's their backup? Because that might play a factor. <laughs> I, Barkley? I don't know. Oh, I don't, uh, who the hell knows? Who cares? Yeah,
1: but that's why I can't have the Giants. They're great on paper. But Daniel Jones, who is a mobile quarterback. I mean, he all could take time. that
0: step. He could take a leap this year. Look at all the players around him. It's not if You could put me or you on that offense, and we would be at least able to complete some passes. And if
1: Saquon comes back healthy and strong and and stays healthy, he could be probably bringing the rushing yard title. Rushing yeah. title? Him yeah, and he uh, Henry. That'd be nice. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, who do you got? The NFC West.
1: The West at the Cardinals.
0: Cardinals, that's a good one. Um, what are the odds so I went, on that one? Oh, I actually don't have them. I only wrote down ah. the two, the team that I picked and the team that was favored. So the 49ers are the favorite at plus 190. I took the Rams at plus 200. Um, I like the Rams in that division. I, Stafford is – He maybe Stafford, it'll be the opposite for him because he's used to playing with bad players. But if he's playing with good players now, he's going to throw for 5 million yards. With like, Sean McVay? Just, Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford are going to make magic, man. I, Stafford's a sleeper for MVP. <laughs> I, I think the the Rams could very easily go like thirteen and four and or fourteen and three and and you know get a bye in the first round and then just fly to the Super Bowl. It makes uh, my entire
1: could, pick look like a donkey. Now, I should I just have a clown mask? I, I like face. the Cardinals. The Cardinals are good. Well, no, I just I meant from the previous segment where I had the Rams uh, missing the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> after they, year they could.
0: I mean, who knows? After, Stafford could die, and Jesus. I mean, so who knows? Uh,
1: it, who knows, right? Like, nobody had be. the
0: Bears win in the the North two years ago, Sheesh. or three years ago, whatever it was. The Bears. Um, who do you have win in the South? I think we both have the same team win in the South.
1: The Carolina Panthers.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nah, the Bucks. Come on. Yeah, Tom Bucks Brady. are minus two forty. I don't even write down anybody else. I think the Panthers are like plus fourteen hundred to win the division. Um, right. The North.
1: uh Packers. It's a do or die season for them.
0: Yeah. I got like, Packers. They are currently minus 145. They're the favorite to win that division.
1: But I'm not mad at the Bears. I like Justin Fields. Yeah. The Bears could could sneak in yeah. there. And that division is yeah, just they, like the, all the division. They all play each other pretty hard.
0: Yeah, they do. And the Vikings don't sleep on them. Dalvin I mean, Cook. I, I I don't think they're a playoff team but the Vikings Vikings are still good and they're still going to put up a fight against teams in that division. Yeah, feeling
1: uh, They got what is it, Justin Johnson? Or no? Uh Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. I mean,
0: uh, Herb Smith is a off. good tight end as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another guy. That uh, the Giants have Kyle Rudolph, former Viking, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, d- did you pick two wild cards for the NFC? You know it So is. one of them is one of them's the Eagles. <laughs>
1: <And> the <laughs> other one is the Seahawks. Can't get out, Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, it did, it, if it were possible for all four NFC West teams to make the playoffs, I think they all deserve to because they're all. That's going to be the best division in football this year.
1: I I highly outside highly of agree. apparently
0: from your perspective, <laughs> apparently the NFC East will be better, but who knows? oh
1: no, man, you're s- stepping all over my fucking bold so, predictions out here. So <laughs> I have the Panthers.
0: Jeez. Panthers are currently plus two seventy to make the playoffs. And the 49ers are minus 156 to make the playoffs. Now I struggle with this one because I consider putting the Cowboys in because I think this could be a year where you get two teams out of the NFC East. Cowboys, I didn't write down the odds, but I would imagine they're probably like plus 200 or something, something yeah. like that, because um, they, they are good enough to make the playoffs. But who knows what's going to happen with that team? Mike McCarthy is a perennial loser, <laughs> and if not for Rodgers, he would be he would not have a ring. So every L
1: that McCarthy takes. Makes Aaron Rodgers look, look more like a superstar. And make yeah. McCarthy look like, yo, know, you just inherited one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You ain't yeah, shit. It.
0: That's always what happens. Uh, the AFC, I feel like, would be a little bit easier. Who do you have winning the East out there? The Bills. Yeah, me too. Minus 156. They're the favorite. They're probably going to win the division. Uh, the West, do we have to? Minus 290. The Chiefs? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs. Uh, the, the AFC South is going to be a pretty sneaky good division too. If uh, if I mean, who knows what happens with Watson. We're going to pretend the Texans don't exist right now. Uh, <laughs> the, I mean, the Jags are going to be fun, and then the other two teams are going to be in a dogfight for that spot. So who do you have? Do you think they're
1: going to be fun? I think they're going to be in a rebuilding. I mean, I, I don't mean, know about have- the offensive line. The offensive line has to stay healthy and strong to keep Trevor Lawrence upright. Otherwise, we're going they to have, have a David Carr scenario all over again. They have we don't talent. want that. But Urban Meyer is there. Yeah, I'm sure knows, he can knows, make some magic who happen. Who knows
0: what's going to happen down there? Who do you have winning the, uh, the South? Colts. Oh, really? Yeah. I have the Titans. I, I, you could flip a coin with that I one. I like, Who knows?
2: I, I had them back and I forth. I couldn't. So
0: the I think the Titans are favorites because they're minus 110, and I don't have any other notes written down. But I would imagine the Colts are probably like plus 120. They, they have to be right there with them. That was a fun, uh, the, what,
1: two-week stretch when the Colts and the Titans went at it?
0: They're a good team. They fought like, each other yeah.
1: within a span of 2 or 3 weeks and it was yeah. tight each game. It was fun to watch.
0: And especially if Carson Wentz plays and he gets to play for his, his little buddy Frank Reich. Maybe he'll be good again. Uh who do you have winning the North? This is a, this is going to be interesting too. And who knows I maybe Zach,
1: like maybe Zach Gertz gets traded there by the deadline. Yeah, um, the North. The North? I
0: think three three different teams could win that division I wouldn't be surprised. Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. they're the favorites.
1: The Steelers, I think they're going down. Browns, I ha- don't have them. Bengals so the will Ravens, be better. Bengals season.
0: will be better if they can keep Burrow alive. Um, even he has <laughs> said he's a little concerned. So the Ravens are plus one fifteen. They're the favorites in that division. I have the Browns winning the the North. Really? They're current they're currently second on FanDuel Sportsbook, friend of the show. Uh they're Friend of the Show, FanDuel. They they're plus one fifty five. Which is That's you know not, not worth really not worth it, but it's at least it's plus money if you like them. Yeah, I think Baker Baker showed a lot last year, and I think he's gonna just continue to get better. Um, Stefanski, another young coach, aggressive. They have weapons. If Beckham comes back this year and plays well, Jarvis Landry is still awesome. I feel like that team finds a way to lose certain they do, games they shouldn't. That that defense has no business being as good as it is. They just signed Clowney. They still have Miles Garrett. Good luck blocking both of them. You can't double team them both every play. Get uh, Mason Rudolph out there. We'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think we're going to go to – so I I can't possibly have one of your picks for this, but who do you have for the wild card in the AFC? I think this is going to be another tight race this year in the AFC wild card. You might have four or five teams playing for those two spots in week 17 or week 18. And you might have those two that are on the outside
1: with a giant winning record better than the NFC. Yeah, you could have an 11-6 and team that misses the playoffs out there. I have the Dolphins. That's right. I and that. I have the Titans because it was back and forth, Titans and Colts. Yes.
0: So I have I viewed it the same way with the Ravens and the Browns. Mm-hmm. I figured one of those teams will have maybe like one more win than the other, or maybe they'll have the same record and one will have a tiebreaker. I think the Ravens get in. Uh, they're minus 310 to make the playoffs. So it feels like Vegas believes that they'll be in. And then I got the Chargers at plus 126 making the playoffs as well. That ain't bad. Justin Herbert, very good. Keenan Allen's good. Um, you are a I don't big Mike... fan of Justin Herbert. I like him. He's good. I thought he should have came out a year sooner. It's probably better that he didn't because he would have been a giant. Um, he would have smoked us. Yeah. So uh, one sneaky team I have in the AFC, just because I refuse to bet against their coach, is the Patriots. The Patriots. They are currently plus one twenty six to make the playoffs playing a what a second place schedule or yeah, actually they might be playing a third place schedule because Miami was better than them last year Miami so was they're going to play an easier schedule um, they have cam and they have mac so they have each other inverted i guess um how long do you give cam if he looks as bad as he did last year before you pull the plug and go to mac jones
1: well first of all is he started completely i would
0: assume him? so i don't think they signed him to that money to just let him sit
1: I mean, if Matt Jones looks better, play Matt Jones.
0: I think so. So I think you have three weeks, and that's it. I, uh, Cam is a short lease. Awesome. I mean, it's Bill Belichick. He's probably you'll you'll understand I think my take he, on that later on in the show. Little 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 teaser for everybody out there.
1: I um, think uh, I think Cam will do better. I think he'll be more healthier, and he's another year under that system with uh, Josh McDaniels. Yeah
0: and if they could just tailor the offense to him a little bit more. Yeah.
1: They want him to be a um, pocket passer. He's not really a pocket passer. I mean, he can throw yeah. it. But
0: yeah, he, he can throw, he just can't he's got to be able to run the ball as well. Um
1: but he doesn't want to get hurt and he gets hit a lot. For a big boy, he gets hit a lot.
0: Yeah, he does. So we might have uh so this was on the <laughs> this is on the itinerary but we actually glazed right past it. Uh <laughs> real quick, who's your biggest surprise and your biggest disappointment? Give me a you I thought you wanted to or skip teams. it
1: for for time purposes, but uh.
0: Oh no, well, I got plenty of time. It's it's real late quick. Already.
1: My biggest surprise is I have multiple. I have the Cardinals having ten plus wins this season. The Jets being competitive, believe it or not. Okay. Being okay. competitive won't make the playoffs, but being very competitive, especially in that division, and yeah. the NFC East come up. All four teams okay. will be pretty good this season. Yeah. They'll what beat each have? other is a lot. Your, uh,
0: what do you have for your disappointments?
1: uh also biggest surprise for players i have justin fields to the moon cd lamb's gonna have a big year for the cowboys yeah
0: cd lamb's a good one and I like uh him a lot.
1: Jameis winston is gonna right the wrongs of what he did in tampa and he's gonna yeah show you why he yeah. didn't win the the starting job so i'm, glad he, did. I'm see, glad he did
0: i I was wondering why you bit your tongue earlier i i was i was <laughs> waiting for you to say something about him. Jameis is too good to be that bad um, yeah. so I, for me i only put one team and one player for each of these uh-huh. surprises i got the panthers i just <laughs> you do I'm you a, love the panthers i'm in i am in. when i pick a team i'm in on them i was in <laughs> on the jags and 17 i was in on the bears the following year then last year was the cards and the cards kind of hurt me um <laughs> so th- my biggest surprise player is actually a guy that some people who listen to this may not have ever heard of a young man named josh palmer he's a wide receiver for the chargers um six one two ten went to I believe Tennessee. Beep. Um so he played all four years in college. He started every game as a freshman and then played a bunch. Uh however, his senior year got cut short to nine games because of COVID. But he had thirty-three catches for four hundred and seventy five yards last year. I think he's gonna be awesome. He's a big dude. He's gonna help. He's got I mean, he's got two other wide receivers on that offense that are gonna help him out a lot. He's got mm-hmm. You know, another guy, Herbert throwing him the ball. Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. I'll keep an eye on him. We'll keep an eye on him. Pick we'll him. keep you honest. He's going to be my round sixteen pick in almost every fantasy league this year. <laughs> um, as far as disappointments go, I'll give you my team first. I think the Colts will disappoint a little bit just really? by missing the playoffs. I a wow. lot of people have them going, you know, deep in the playoffs. I I don't know, man. I I, I can, on one hand, I can Frank's see right? Wentz coming back and being good. But on the other hand, I can see Wentz coming back and just still being boring Wentz. old Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz at this point feels like his his ceiling is just like Derek Carr, like good enough, but like is he really that good? Like you eventually are going to have to replace him. That's so and sad d- to hear. They have they have 100 running backs on that team, and they still have some good receivers. Pittman's good. They have T.Y. Hilton. Paris Campbell's a, a, like a personal favorite of mine. Pascal. I've liked him since college. I mean, their defense is good. Darius Leonard's like the best tackler in the world, but it, I don't know. I think they'll disappoint. And then this one is going to actually contradict something I'm going to say later. Uh, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to disappoint to an extent. Um, and now this one is kind of unfair because he does have pretty unreasonable expectations that it's hard to expect him to be, you know, Peyton Manning right off the bat. But I, you know, just from what I've seen in preseason from him, And a little bit in in the games that he either lost or was close to losing in college. It feels like he plays a little bit too similarly to Carson Wentz to the point where, you know, he's trying to make big plays. He's so good at evading pressure and getting out of the pocket and extending plays. But I worry that on a team that is bad with him, not being surrounded by first round picks, if he's just going to try to do too much and it will end up costing him. um, I I still think he'll be the best rookie quarterback most likely, but. I think, if considering how everybody views him and what people expect from him, he might disappoint to an extent.
1: Also, if he doesn't get hurt,
0: yeah, I mean he's got to stay alive too. And I mean Urban Meyer, who knows what he's going to do? His first year coaching in a little while.
1: Um, I mean Burroughs looked like a monster before he got hurt. Yeah, he did. Um, all right, my
0: you want to jump into some? Oh, well, I'm sorry, Disappointment. Oh,
1: Browns. I said it before that all yeah. that talent. That's like an L for me. Daniel Jones, like I said, like you were prepping them up because they look great on paper, but my thing is Daniel Jones. I think he's going to regress even more. Eli Manning, you can't really replace those shoes right there. (laughs) Cam Newton, we touched on it earlier. What kind of uh, leash? I think he's going to be out within probably by the bye week, if anything. That's probably what they're going to need to change. And then the Titans with their COVID issues. I saw something like last week. What is going on oh with Tennessee? With their- Dude, it's every
0: year. I don't know. I, I work with What's a uh, right. On? I work with a Titans fan and he's always giving me crap for it. Oh, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Well, hey, look. That's and that's gonna fault. that's gonna that's gonna actually play into one of my four bold predictions. Uh do you wanna do a little <laughs> bit of I guess we'll do a little bit more rapid fire on this one. We don't have to go too deep into it. Let's do some award predictions. Um
1: Rapid Fire. Let's go. Yeah,
0: let's let's start off with MVP. Who you got? Mahomes. All right, Mahomes is plus 500. Plus 500. I got Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady is third right now in odds at plus 1,200. Rodgers is plus 1,000. Um, Josh Allen is 1,300. Dax, 1,700. Lamar, 17. Stafford, 1,700. Ross, 2,000. Um, Defensive player of the year. Aaron Donald, plus 500. Yeah, same. Aaron Donald, plus 500. Uh, Coach of the year. For me,
1: plus 1,800, Mr. Sean McDermott. Uh, that's Bills.
0: Uh, you probably know where I'm going with this Matt rule plus 1500. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm in, uh, uh, fully in. If you, I mean, if for you, if you think the Eagles are going to win 17 games, then you might go Sirianni at plus 3500, but uh, I don't have them it was, going undefeated. So, I, I think Not a sneaky me. one. So, before I move on, a sneaky one there, Joe Judge, Joe Judge, yeah, for it's the Giants 2200. So, I have the Giants win in the division. If they win the division, Joe Judge could be in the running for that award. And also, if Bill Belichick can write the ship in New England, plus fourteen hundred with like and half win the of division, the yeah,
1: the second coming of Brady. Um, All right, uh,
0: offensive, offensive rookie football. of the year. Who you who got? got? Who you okay, got? Who I have. So I have. I think it'll still be Trevor Lawrence.
1: Really? He's that good. Just
0: because I think the body of work will be a little bit larger. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Fields will be more sensational. If that makes sense. But yeah. I do believe Trevor Lawrence is going to start all 17 games if everything goes well. Fields, I think they're going to still let Dalton play and they're going to wait for a reason to bench Dalton. But Fields may just not play enough games in order to win that award, at least in my book. Mm. Trey I have Lance Fields is winning. a sleeper. Yeah, Trey Lance is a sleeper, by the way, for that. And Najee Harris at plus nine nine hundred is an amazing value. Um, and I so might put Kyle some money Pitts on that little. later. Kyle Pitts at plus eleven hundred. He's going to be awesome. You have Fields, you said. Yeah, I have Fields.
1: But now, do you think he, I might get Trey what, Lance? When do you feelings?
0: think he, when do you think, well, both those guys are in the same boat? They might not start right off the bat. Um, do you want to do defensive rookie of the year or is that just like throwing darts at a dartboard? We might actually both have the same pick.
1: It is throwing darts at a dartboard, but I have yeah, Sertain. So I so love <laughs> Sertain.
0: He's a good, he's a, Alabama just makes defensive backs. I was so just,
1: pissed. In a factory. I was so mad when uh Denver got him. I was like, come on. Same. I wanted uh, him on defense, but I'm glad we had Javante Smith.
0: Did you you do comeback player of the year? Because I don't think I sent that to you. Is that no?
1: Well, I would have comeback player of the year. I would have Dak Prescott.
0: Yes. I was gonna, it's it's either him or Saquon. Uh, with two, so (laughs) I I have two sleepers for that though. However, so Dak is the favorite right now at plus 200. Mm -hmm. Barkley is, I think, like second or third at plus 700. Jadevian Clowney at plus 9,000. Jadevian Clowney and OBJ at plus 2000. I like. OBJ's chances for that especially if I have the Browns winning the division. I
1: have OBJ's chances over Clowney for
0: sure. Oh yeah. But Oh yeah, it's it's hard to give it to a defensive player unless he's truly dominant. But he was he was a zero last year for the Titans.
1: What a fall from grace. Um, and then I Have my breakout. Break,
0: oh. Yeah, give me your breakout. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. I have Jeffrey Okuda. Ooh. The corner on the Detroit Lions. <clears throat> uh partially just because i think he he the was corner off of as, the lions
1: is that what you said
2: yeah
0: so breakout just offensive I, player oh that was supposed to be offensive uh, oh, offensive cool. i have
1: tua yo i didn't know there was a so, defensive layer i don't have a defensive layer yeah, right, so, there right now
0: so offensive i have tua and defensive i have jeff okuda Ooh. Um okuda just because he kind of underperformed last year tua because everybody's kind of against him right now i think he's gonna have a i don't know why what lefty Lefty bias out here. Lefty it, haters. It's because he he doesn't have a huge arm. He just throws it in the tight windows and has accuracy. Hey man, um, they went ten and six. He he doesn't have you know Grandpa Fitzpatrick breathing down his neck anymore though. So <laughs> that might actually be a good thing for him. Maybe not. Maybe Fitzpatrick yeah. was giving him uh,
1: all the tools mm-hmm. that he needed to succeed.
0: All right. He's no so, Chad Pennington out here. <laughs> Come on. All right, so. uh up now is a segment that we refer to as Trust the Parlay. It was actually going to be the name of the podcast initially. And then we decided it was going to be the name of a second show. And now we've just settled on a segment. So yeah. um, for, so what we usually will do for this is every week we'll give you our, our lock of the week, um, our underdog of the week. We'll give you some, like, some good value. Um, I didn't ask you to do this, but I do have some good value things right now. Okay. that I wanted to just read off to kind of give an idea of what we're going to be offering. Rapid Um, fire. Yeah, so all of these, I believe, are are teams that I have coming in second place in each of their respective divisions. I think that's what this is. I wrote notes and they're all kind of gross. So uh, (laughs) I wrote one, two, three, four, five. So I have six teams that if you go on FanDuel right now and you bet them to come in second place in their respective divisions, these are the odds you'll get. Um, Panthers plus 340, Bears <laughs> plus 200, Cowboys plus 180, Chargers plus 125, Ravens plus 180, and Patriots plus 200. Um, just a little sneak that preview. Patriots one looks nice though. Yeah, plus 200 for them. Um, those are my, uh, those are my like random value things. You're going to get a lot of those throughout the weeks. So we're going to give you some props we like. Uh, maybe you like the CD lamb over one week because Joel's big on him this year. Um, <laughs> Maybe um, like the maybe the Panthers play against the Buccaneers and you want to take the money line on them because they're dogs. Who knows? Yeah, we'll
1: have you covered 1,000%. Yeah. And we'll keep you honest when we we'll have it all on the Instagram stories.
0: Oh, yeah, could, we're not uh, going to run away from our terrible predictions. Um, I'm going
1: to walk in here next week and be like, yeah, I took them. I took them so, with a big
0: dove. <laughs> so we decided to go a little different this week from what we will eventually do on this segment. Yeah. Um, trust the parlay for week one is actually going to be a cool little thing that I think we should do every year. And I think we'll do it for the NBA as well. When we do that preview, Ooh. uh, we're going to do a snake style draft, uh, but we're not going to pick players. We're going to pick teams to either go over or under their predicted win total. So the way this is going to work is I flipped the coin, uh, no matter what it came up with heads or tails, I was going to give Joel the first pick anyway. Um, so it was just theatrics with the coin flip. So Joel is going to pick a team who either go over their win total or under their win total. Once he picks that team, I can't pick the, I can't say the same thing and I can't pick that team for the opposite. So if he says he wants, let's say he goes Cardinals over eight and a half, I can't take them under. Uh, We're each going to pick three overs and three unders. You can give us a tiny little explanation if you want. I'm actually just going to, we have a Google doc. I'm going to update it as we go and then we're going to keep track all season.
1: (laughs) All right. My number one pick. For this, is uh, what's it Indy. Eagles? Indy going over eight and a half? Oh, I like Indy, one. I like Frank Wright. I like them going eight, and I have them going over eight and a half total. I think
0: they're a 10, uh, ten win team. Hey, look, I think you're probably right. That's a good one. I didn't even think of them, uh, <clears throat> to be honest with you. Well, I, you
1: don't I, even have them going to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I, I have three pretty low overs that I'm going to take. Uh, so my first one, I just like it so much. I'm taking New Orleans under nine. <laughs> nice. I, I, There's no shot they're winning nine games. Hey, man, I have them going to the
1: playoff. <laughs> James Wentz is going to smack you around. I can't wait till we review this. And we're going to keep
0: track. Right. <laughs> we are, and I'm actually keeping track right now. So the way we're doing this is – so, after that first pick, we're each going to go two straight. So, it'll be a snake style. Um, yeah. So, my, my second pick. Hmm.
1: So far, you haven't uh, poached mine yet.
0: I got the Giants over seven. That's good. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, th- that's a little low for them, especially in a division that'll be this Ooh. complicated, I think. They will leave <clears> each other alive. Me. Yeah, I, I like the Giants over seven. That's a good
1: pick. I like it. Um, my second pick, Houston,
0: under four wins. Oh, my that, goodness. That is granted that Deshaun Watson does not play, and he's in legal yeah, trouble. You better, you better hope that man doesn't play, because if they, he plays, he's going to win at least three games on his own. And then that'll be fine, three games, and that's it. They lose. Yeah, fair, fair.
1: Let's go. <laughs> that one looks silly. Um, my yeah, third I like pick. that one,
2: too. I
0: thought about that one. It just feels way too low.
1: I mean, it was there to take over. But I'm like, you know what, let me just go under. Yeah, okay.
0: that's why it's there. They want to bait you into taking the over.
1: Oh, and we didn't mention this. Because these are even numbers, like say, you know, yes. under four. Yeah, so three of the four that we've it. taken.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, three of the four that we took are, are even numbers. Not every number is a half for whatever reason. But yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's going to be either a push or we'll just flip a coin, whatever. That's how we'll yeah, decide. If we,
0: if we each have a push, it'll, it'll work out better. But uh, chances are we're going to be 0 for 6, both of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, my third pick, the Bears over seven and a half. Oh, I like that. I like Justin Fields. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Even though he won't be starting, Andy Dalton will find a way to fumble that starting job
0: again. Yeah. So this one's probably predictable. Love Panthers. I'm going to take Carolina over seven and a half. <laughs> That's just, just way too low. I have them win the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm, Christ. I'm, no, no, I, I'm actually – this is – I feel more confident that the Panthers will be good this year than I did last year about the Cardinals. And Cardinals kind of burned me a little bit toward the end. but
1: Yeah, they kind of did.
0: Um, So for my fourth pick, I'm actually going to take an under. I'm going to take the Jets under six. What? Really? I just don't know. Under six? I just don't know who they are. That's true. I mean – I mean, they have a a handful of players, but when like your best defensive know. player is like Marcus May, thirty-one then wins,
1: that's... thirty-one points today, thirty-one points.
0: That was a little yeah, loud. Yeah, but they played against a bad team, <laughs> the Eagles, thirty-one Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the NFC East champion Eagles. Did you
1: did you not hear my my schedule? I have them going fourteen and whatever. Did you
0: have them going o two and one in the preseason? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because preseason doesn't count. It's to see who's worth it or not.
0: I'm pretty <laughs> sure they went four and zero oh in the preseason, and they went like three and thirteen in the regular season once.
1: <laughs> Jesus, again, doesn't count.
0: Doesn't count. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Who you got doesn't next? Matter. I have a um, feeling you're going to take one of mine at some point.
1: Where are we? Where's my uh, my fourth pick? This is
0: your fourth pick.
1: Uh, all right. I have Miami Ooh. under nine and a half.
0: Wow, but you, you have had to go to the
1: playoffs like an idiot. Ugh.
0: I, I mean they be, could go make the, way. the playoffs. I I'm mean, right it, or wrong. that's a that's a very classic veteran hedge right there.
1: Uh, I'm a bench. All right. And yeah. oh yeah, my fifth pick. What did you pick it yet? I'm looking I'm looking at looking, 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 looking. no, I'm looking at yours. Oh. Alright, I have so, Dallas obviously over looker, nine I and had, a half. I had <laughs>
0: Dallas under nine and a half. Yes. Well, there was one poach. <laughs> uh, that means I have to figure something out that I didn't already have. We'll just uh, pick your next six
1: one. one. Put your six up. So
0: my next one is going to be my third over. I'm going to have Vegas Ooh. over seven. Derek Carr. I the raiders are good. All right. well while you look last... for that,
1: I'll just ramble on. This. I mean, I'm sure I him, but I have Dallas winning the division. I have. He does love. Watch Carolina fuck around and
0: go to the Super Bowl. They will. All right, my next one is going to be. Uh, I have a. I have to do an under, right?
1: You don't have to. That's the thing. We don't really have to do it. I figured if you we do that three, is if it's dirty. three and
0: three, it's fair. I'm going to go Minnesota under eight and a half.
1: Oh, that's that's dirty. That's I just such don't know. easiness.
0: I, they could be good though.
1: But Who is it? I, Kirk that, Cousins still.
0: That feels high. Yeah.
1: Tragic. Yeah, that's, that's a high number for them. And here's here's my disrespectful. Last six bet Broncos under eight and a half. What a sleeper uh, the, team, and I have them at so, under eight and a half.
0: Yeah, they they could still be good, but also be an eight win team. I think that's reasonable in that division. They could go zero and six against the division, but still put a have a like a positive, you know, point difference. True, but if Patrick Surtain becomes anything that we expect
1: him to be, lights out yeah. first team legend, Hall of Famer. Yeah.
0: Patrick Surtain is your Carolina Panthers. Yes. It's a I'm shame highly he get, upset. It's a shame he didn't get picked by the Panthers.
1: <laughs> it's a shame he didn't get picked by the Eagles, honestly.
0: But yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that's a good point. <laughs> 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 All right. So
1: So to recap before we yeah, my just a, my three overs are Indy over eight and a half, Bears over seven and a half, and Dallas over nine and a half. My three unders are which is crazy. Houston under four wins. I don't know crazy. how I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Miami under nine and a half, even though I have them going to the playoffs. Go figure. And then Broncos eight and a half under. And, and I called my, them a sleeper team.
0: There you go. My three overs were all like kind of low overs. So Carolina seven and a half. Uh New York Giants seven and Raiders seven. Notice we both stayed away from the high numbers like Buffalo and Baltimore at eleven. And Chiefs. Um yeah, the Chiefs are what and a twelve and, and half a half probably. Yeah. That's pretty high. That feels high. Uh but they were what, fourteen and two last year? Uh, the you? Rams ten and a half. Ten and a half is a good number for the Rams. Ooh, um,
1: Seattle ten, right there on the
0: on the dot. Yeah, 10's a tough one. San Francisco, I feel like is not going to be under ten and a half, but they were too dangerous to take. Um, I was surprised
1: you didn't do Jacksonville. What were they? Six and a half.
0: Oh, I would probably. No, that's that's too tough. I I think they could win seven games. They could also win two games. Uh, and then just to finish that up, my three unders. New Orleans under nine. Uh, New York Jets under six, and then the Minnesota Vikings because Joel stole my Dallas pick. I was going to take Dallas under nine and a half. You took them over. Um, I got Minnesota under eight and a half, which I actually feel better about.
1: And Um, I'm not a Cowboys fan on the record. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I just see what it is. So before
0: we wrap it up, before we wrap it up tonight on our first episode. Probably went a little long. But yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk Super Bowl and then we're gonna make our four bold predictions and then we promise we'll get you out of here um and we'll preview what happens next week We'll preview a yeah, little that, bit then we're gonna read off, we're gonna read the Bible to each other um, all yeah, right so so for this one I thought it would be a cool idea if we each pick I mean obviously it's way too soon injuries are gonna happen um, One of the favorites is probably gonna fall off somebody's gonna get hurt but for now we're gonna pick who we think will represent each conference in the Super Bowl who we think is going to win the Super Bowl, and then if you can make one good value pick to make the Super Bowl from each conference and then one good value pick to win the Super Bowl. Um, I guess to start off, who do you have going to the Super Bowl? I have the Kansas City Chiefs
1: and the Green Bay Packers. And I have the Chiefs I have,
0: winning. Okay. I have the Buffalo Bills Ooh. and the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl. Both teams, by the way, are plus 550. Uh, the Chiefs are plus 250 to get there. I actually don't know who's going to win. I think Green Bay feels like the team that will win it, but that's that's more of a Rodgers thing than a Packers thing.
1: I think Bills would win that, if anything. Josh Allen's just too good.
0: Josh Allen's very good, and McDermott's a fantastic coach. Defensive um, too. As far as value, did you do this? Uh, I didn't, things. So oh, you I, can I go three. ahead. Yeah, do you want me to read off three? Yeah, you go ahead so, first. I don't know. So if you want to see my notes here, I actually crossed out three times who I <laughs> thought was going to go to the Super Bowl, the Panthers. Um, so I crossed out uh, the Panthers. I had the Rams initially, Ugh. who are plus seven hundred to just make it to the Super Bowl. I had them. I crossed out the Bucks, <laughs> who I, I don't like. The their odds are what like six fifty. Yeah, they are like three hundred or something. Um, so I think the Chargers to make the Super Bowl is plus sixteen hundred. If you Ooh. want to just throw five bucks on that and see what happens. Tennessee at plus 1,300. If they win that division, they're going to be nasty. And then uh, the Rams at plus 700. Not as nice of a number, but hey, they could still do it. Uh, but yeah, I, I believe it'll be Bills and and Packers. And I think right. the Packers win it.
1: I I would say Bills, honestly, on that one. How about mine? All do I you see. think Green Bay or Chiefs? Who do you got on that one? Oh, man, that
0: would be a fun game. I think the Chiefs would win that. The, the, I think that Mahomes and Andy Reid, if they had two weeks to prepare, would just tear that defense apart. Do you think
1: Big Red retires after that? He's like, "All right, I did it."
0: If he wins, I think he does.
1: Oh, and then he, he just hands
0: he hands the clipboard to Eric Bieniemy and says, "Here, <laughs> that it, would be it, awesome. it's your it's your team now, as it should be." That man, that man, by the way, should be a head coach. He unless be. he doesn't want to be. Unless he doesn't want to be. Come on, or he's or wait. he's waiting for Andy Reid to retire.
1: Probably waiting for Andy Reid.
0: It could be like one of those like uh, what's her name like Becky Hammond situation with the Spurs, where you know Dude, she's just she waiting for Pop to retire.
1: She was this close though, wasn't yeah, her? She, sh-
0: she should be a coach. She, it was her um, for if, the
1: Blazers. I think it was her. I, right? I think
0: so. I, I'm almost positive it was. And then Chauncey
1: comes in. You know how much you love Chauncey. Yeah, Chauncey. Um.
0: Then ba- big old women down in San Antonio, right? <laughs> I love Charles. Right. Um, this is uh, this is the first thing I thought of when we started to put together the rundown for this episode. I'm sorry. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? I'm just
1: trying to see if should I, for my value picks. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> I don't have right. one. Okay. I like the Rams though.
0: Yeah, the Rams, I, I like them too. Plus 700. Plus, uh, plus 700. And to win it, they are plus 1500. So if you're into that kind of thing, New England's plus 3700, by the way. To win it? Yeah. Oh, wait, New England? That means no Tom Brady. Never mind. I was like, what? To make it their plus 17. Um. So this is one of my favorite segments that we've come up with. I, I really – I'm looking forward to doing the same thing for basketball. I almost feel like we should do five for basketball because basketball is so much more chaotic. But we're going to make four bold predictions for the 2021 season. Now, this can be team-related. This could be player-related. This could just be, like, league-related. It oh, could be anything. I hit them all, then. Uh, do you want to go – one, you one, me one. Yeah, you we'll, one, we'll we'll one. okay. All right, do you want to start? Do you want me to start?
1: I'll start. I mean, it's not really. Okay. If you so, if if you've yeah. gotten this far in the podcast, God bless you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Sub, subscribe, share, follow, all that good stuff. But you Send already you know where. Yeah, right. Um, you already know where what team that I like a lot, and for Rob, you already know the Panthers. Um, so one of my bold predictions is the Cowboys will win the division. Yes, those Cowboys, eight and eight Cowboys, them boys are going to win the division. That's my bold prediction. I think, really, okay. honestly,
0: Washington football team. Now that I think about it, might win. You it. think the Cowboys win the division easily? That's okay. what I should say. Easily. So my first bold prediction is uh, is the only one that is player related. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Corey Davis has a thousand receiving yards this year. Wow. Um, now I'm looking at his statistics right now. It felt a lot more bold prior, and I guess I can kind of talk myself into it now. So in his rookie <laughs> year, he had 34 catches for 375. Then he got 65, 891, 43 for 601, and then 65 for 984 last year. Now keep in mind he's leaving the Titans and going to the Jets, and he's got a, a rookie quarterback, and um, guys cool. tend to. Guys are going to take that leap at some point. I think he's got the talent. He was, he was, what, the number four pick his draft. I think at some point you take that leap, and I think this year it'll be him.
1: That's bold.
0: He feels like a late bloomer in the same way that Devontae Parker kind of was. So yeah. I like him. I like him to break out this year. I mean, and also you got to keep in mind, rookie quarterbacks like to go to their veteran receivers. Jamison Crowder is there, and that's it. Corey Davis is probably going to be the number one target. He might get targeted over 100 times. He's got to catch him. So that's my first, that was the first cool one that to came to my mind. It's either him or Josh Palmer winning MVP. You love Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer, if he were a freaking, if if Okuda, I'm sorry, not Okuda, if Sertan and Josh Palmer got drafted to the Carolina Panthers, we would be a Carolina <laughs> Panthers podcast.
1: You would be draped in the Carolina blue and black.
0: I'm gonna wear my Robbie Anderson jersey next week. Bet. <laughs> All right. What's your number two prediction?
1: It kind of piggyback off the first one. It's uh the NFC East and West will have seven teams over five hundred, which clearly, obviously, now that it's seventeen, I uh, didn't so, think of it.
0: So but only one team. Yeah, doesn't team. yeah, and it'll probably who Washington.
1: I think the Raiders. Right, AFC
0: West Raiders. Oh, right. AFC West. I'm sorry, I thought you said NFC.
1: No. Nah. Oh no, I said NFC East. And AFC West.
0: Oh, yeah. It'll we'll be the have Raiders and Broncos.
1: Yeah. Um, Based on your
0: overs, yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a pretty bold. It's not, it's not bold in the sense that all the teams are bad, but it's bold in the sense that it's probably – the odds are probably stacked in, against you in order for, for that to happen. So I like that. Um, this one is a little bit more specific, but it's just like a gut feeling that I had. Shoot. So I was at work last week, and I was talking to one of my coworkers about this. It feels like every year there's one game on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football where a team that you really don't think is going to win is has been like spiraling for two or three weeks in a row and then they just show up and win. Yeah. So Eagles. Week, week 13, the Bills host the Patriots. Uh-oh. I think the Bills walk into that that week 8 and 3 and the Patriots walk in 7 and 5 and the Patriots beat them by like 10 points on Monday Night Football.
1: <laughs> Shit.
0: In New England? I believe it's going to be in Buffalo. Oh, Jesus. But it just feels like every year there's just one random game where a team comes in kind of limping, and it turns their season around. My coworker, Craig, would be like,
1: this fucking guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But then he
0: would say, yeah, you're
1: actually right. We might come in and we (laughs) get fucked. He's a Bills fan, heavy Bills fan. That's
0: that's something that we got to pay attention to. So if you and I are jumping through tables uh, right after week 13, It'll be because I was correct <laughs> about the Patriots beating the Bills. Now, I, I, vary, the Patriots could be two and ten by then, and maybe Mac Jones is limping Sorry, and dude. Cam Newton is, yeah, who knows what happens. But I, I just feel good about that right now. That'll be worse, two and ten, and they walk in and beat Buffalo. Oh yeah, that would make it even more bold.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll replay this and put it on the clips on Instagram. Follow us at pa underscore turnpot. We'll, we'll clip this and like, yeah, remember Week One prior to the season when Rob was like, yeah, walk in 2-10, and ten, Mac Jones limping, and beats Buffalo in Buffalo. Boom. We predict these yeah. things.
0: There you go. If I'm right about that, then we deserve to be legitimate. Trust the podcast.
1: Yeah. Trust the parlay. Trust the podcast. All right. Uh, my third bold is player-specific. Winston will start every game unless he gets hurt. He well, will not lose I... the job to Taysom Hill.
0: Like he will not. One.
1: He will I also go agree with it. The mold.
0: I agree. Um, this one might not be too bold. Maybe as we get further and further away from this period in our country's history, it'll become more bold. But I think at least one game this year will be forfeited because of a COVID outbreak.
1: I think so too. Tennessee yeah, Titans. Really, yeah, the Titans look
0: like they're fucked. <laughs> I See, that would have felt less bold last year, but I feel like it's more bold this year because things are starting to, like, quote-unquote normalize and people are just stopping, like, caring about it.
1: Well, not only that, but also the NFL implemented that new rule. You need to get tested unless you the team. And DeAndre Hopkins was thinking, man, maybe I should retire. Oh, yeah, they want everyone to be vaxxed. And I was like, that sucks.
0: This is our fourth. So this is our, like one that was Impromptu a bonus to fourth one. So we were going to do three. And then like a couple minutes before the podcast started, I decided I want to do a fourth one. And then I kind of bullied my co-host into doing one. So this one's going to be kind of lousy for both of us, but what do you got bullied me? But I had it quick, had it quick and
1: missed the cut. All right. My fourth bull prediction, not the greatest, but I predict every week of the regular season, there will be some kind of fuckery with the zebras. The Zebras will get involved every week, at least in one game. They will make it a, an oblivious catch. They will no, it's not a catch, or vice versa. They will fuck some, some game, guarantee you.
0: Guarantee you every Wild week. Wings. Huh? The buff- little Buffalo Wild Wings commercials where they, exactly. they set off the sprinklers? Exactly. There's going to be some
1: weird spots. Or look in, the, in right. the replay booth and be like, okay, we did not see this.
0: Clean this day. Right. So I... I question how bold this is Uh-oh. given his age. I think Bill Belichick retires after the season. Ooh. Josh McDaniels has turned down numerous jobs in order to stay there. You saying Josh takes over? I think the only explanation is Josh would take over, right? I'm sure,
1: yeah. Well, Like. is Bill just building up the team for Josh?
0: Josh picked I mean, his quarterback, Matt Jones, I guess. Josh probably had a say in the quarterback. Josh was a, a head coach at one point for Denver. I don't know why he's so scared to leave New England. Because it's gets a fraternity. You saw how he did
1: in, in Denver?
0: True. He loves
1: uh oh, the coattails of Bill. I don't know. Well, he also had Tommy, though. Also yeah, had that's Tommy. true.
0: Well, we're going to jot these down. Um I have a rule that I'm probably never going to listen to my own voice on the podcast. So I might just have to <laughs> remember what I said, but we're going to make a Google sheet or something where we will keep our weekly predictions, um, which by the way, we will do next week as well. We're going to just pick winners for every game. Um, we're going to make predictions. We're going to keep track of them. See how we did at the end of the season. We'll keep, well, you know, we'll give you updates each week as well. I'm going um, to the moon. I'll be
1: the number one right here.
0: So Winning next record. week's podcast, Next week's podcast, we're going to talk about Cowboys and Bucks. Whether that's going to be a preview or a review uh, is yet to TBD. be determined because we're not, we're not sure which day we're going to record. Yeah. We're going to play a this or that game where we break down um, some quarterback controversies, and we also just compare young quarterbacks and young players that we believe are kind of in that same tier. We're going to start our weekly pick segment. Uh, we're going to call out our game of the week, which hopefully we don't just have the same one. And then we're going to oh, also man. unveil our first trust the parlay segment where we're, it'll be a little bit more conventional next week. We're going to pick a dog of the week and a, a lock of the, of the week. week. And then we're going to talk about some value picks, random props that we like that we just find throughout the week. And then uh, finally, we're going to also do something called the W of the week and the L of the week where we each name who uh, you know, a W from the previous week and an L from the previous week. And we've had a couple of good candidates and elites leads leading into this. And it almost uh, doesn't have to use. be
1: doesn't have to be sports
0: related too. It could be anything out there. So what what I enjoy. have my criteria for this is anything that a the word John could encompass, because <laughs> a John can be a person place thing <laughs> or even like a theory or an idea. John. I mean if you just want to say communism is your W of the week, <laughs> then like I you by can, all means. You can call, you can call that a John. So, next week will be fun. Uh, hopefully, we don't run as long next week. Yeah. I was worried, when I put this together, I was worried we weren't gonna have enough to talk about, and it looks like we had more than enough. So, again, if you stayed and, this long, God bless. <laughs> yeah, they always. We really appreciate the it. So the, uh, the first episode should be the longest, right? Uh, and the hardest, and we breathe right through that. But. Hey, if you did last this long, you're a real one. You're probably friends with us already. But if not, then uh, we should be friends. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> and again, if you have it. something to say, let us know on Instagram or Gmail. If you want to partake in our uh, standings, our MVPs, Lock of the Weeks, all of that, let us know. DM us yeah, and we uh, we'll read on the podcast.
0: We appreciate all the, all the interaction ahead of time because I know there will be plenty of people that are going to be you know, voting on our polls and stuff. Uh, We're going to put a poll question up within the next few days. Whose overs and unders are better than the others? Whose bold predictions are better? Um, Tell your friends about the podcast. Even if they don't listen, just have them subscribe. Yeah, me and a Uh, lot. Leave us a a five-star review. Five-star reviews are great. Um, If you leave a funny five-star review, I'll read it on the next podcast. Facts. Um, But for now, I want to thank everybody for listening. Hopefully this is up soon. Not too much editing we got to do yeah right Uh, we look look forward to next week it's going to be fun uh this is just episode one on a uh, what should be a long journey and uh, we appreciate everybody that listened um in the future as well we're not going to be just nfl It just timing wise it made sense to kind of preview the nfl we're going to talk next week a little bit about the nba as well uh maybe break down the previous week in the phillies if i'm not drunk after watching a phillies (laughs) game they won tonight which is exciting but they're just giving us false hope it's not september yet but they will collapse um
1: well the hey. mets
0: are there the mets can and, always yeah. collapse yep we want to thank everybody for listening um, have a great night have a great day stay safe stay healthy stay well um any final thoughts no just uh support us we appreciate everything
1: follow us on instagram at pa underscore turnpod, all one word And you
0: can email us, paturnpot at gmail.com. For my co-host, Joel, my name is Rob, saying thank you for listening and trust the process. Peace.